Here is a raindrops falling on the rooftop. Oh, baby, tell me why you had to go. Cause this pain I feel it won't go away. Uh, and today I'm officially missing Japanese. I thought that from this heartache I could escape. Mm. But I've run it long enough to know there ain't no way. And today I'm officially missing Japanese. Ooh. Cause can't nobody do it like you. Uh, said every little thing you do Hey baby said stays on my mind And I, and I I'm officially missing Japanese All I do is lay around mm, I'm about to start crying <laughs> Two years full of tears From looking at your face on the wall uh, just a week, bitch. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. And um, that was a beautiful rendition, remix, kind of a little twist to it of Tamiya's iconic classic from 2004, Officially Missing You. Welcome to the show. The doll is back from Japanese. And I'm not really sure how I feel about it. not sure i really i'm really struggling at the moment i'm really struggling um but nonetheless i am actually glad to be back i do miss my home like i've said a million and one times nothing beats your home uh it's so good also i just want to give a quick little <clears throat> reminder to the girls all the songs that i've eloquently sung on this podcast for the last two years, you can find them on a, I put them all on a playlist on Spotify called the Solomon Ray podcast music, bitch. I don't know. It's some, just type in Solomon Ray podcast. Me. It's a playlist, bitch on Spotify, but it's not on Apple music. Cause I don't know how to work Apple music. It's crazy because I feel like I'm very technologically advanced, but when it comes to, Anything Apple, I just, I don't know, something, like, I don't know what iTunes is, I don't know what the Apple Store is, but then there's, like, Apple Music, and then it's, like, it's a subscription, I, and then I just, I just don't go over there, <laughs> I just, please, I just, I just don't use those things, but anyways, it's on Spotify, girls, um, <clears throat> Welcome to the show. First things first, I'm Mama. Freak saw the honeys, bunnies, playboy bunnies. Those want money. Those are the ones because they don't get nothing but penetration. Um, first things first, I do want to give a shout out to the girls who have written and reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars and five stars only. If you are one of the girls who rated it four stars, first off, you're a dizzy bitch because. I don't even need to really explain, like, and we don't really got to go down those roads because I've really let y'all know that's really some, that's like goofball tendencies, you know? 
So this goes out to the girls who've written and reviewed the podcast. Five stars and five stars only. Thank you. We are sitting at 675 reviews. One of the reviews this week comes from Nikolai. And they write, love this. Been watching your content on Snapchat for the longest. Love, love, love the podcast. I literally cannot drive without listening to your podcast. Makes Chicago traffic bearable. Keep doing the amazing work. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I feel like I read this particular review last week. Maybe I didn't. I stumbled across this podcast on accident. Notice he was reviewing House of the Dragon episodes, and that's all it took. Binge heard all episodes. Hilarious. Love Solomon's humor. Please keep it up. That's from Beth Beth Zaida. I feel like I said that last week. I don't know, girl. It's been a blur. Technically, I'm still on Japanese time. Um, it is actually um to Thursday. I'm recording this Wednesday. I just landed. And um, it's the next day in Japanese. So shout out to Japanese. Anyways, I'm back, bitch. And what are we going to talk about? I wrote some notes down <clears throat> while I was on the plane. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about basically the last. So my last week's podcast I recorded while I was in Kyoto. And I didn't really have a lot to really talk about about my experience in Japanese because it was like day three or day four. So it's been a whole week since my full, you know, time in Japanese. So I'm going to talk about that, talk about some things. Um, I'm debating if I want to talk about this sh um, shooting in Colorado or not. Nah. I feel like I should. A part of me doesn't really want to. But I feel like I should. We'll see. We'll see how the doll feels. Um, but I do want to give a shout out. I mean, a quick heads up. Um, y'all crashed the the site last week while I was in Japanese. Y'all crashed the crashed the Solway rep. Oh God, y'all crashed the Solway Beauty website last week, and um sold out all of the one ounce bottles of collagen serum. So right now, the only bottles that we have left are the large bottles, the 2.7 ounce, which currently is buy one, get one half off. I don't know how long I'm going to keep that. I think I'm going to change that soon. Um, because now the, the holiday, the Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, Feliz Cumpleaños, Sale on Sawray Beauty is, and pay attention, you will get a free niacinamide eye brightening cream with any purchase of $40 or more, which is basically like you can buy anything off the website for $40, bitch. So that is while supplies last. So I'm just, I'm letting y'all know. I, I feel like y'all probably going to hear it first on Bitch, let me write this down so I can actually activate the the fucking code on the website because, you know, the dog be kind of forgetting about shit. But yes, so I want to repeat on sawraybeauty.com from now until supplies last, bitch. So now until the goddamn New Year's, bitch, I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know when it's going to sell out, but... 
um, you will get a free niacinamide eye brightening cream with any purchase of $40 or more. And that's kind of lit, bitch, because the eye cream is one of my favorite things. It comes with a nice ceramic tip, so it's nice and cold when you apply it. It brightens your eye. It has collagen in it, so it keeps it nice, plump, and cunt and moisturize. And you want to know what's crazy? Another thing I love about this eye cream, I'm not a, okay, I'm not a fan of a couple things, and I'll tell you why. I'm not a fan of sunscreens because... I mean, I don't really have to talk about why I don't, but most people just don't enjoy sunscreens because it's so hard to find a really good one. I found a really great formula that I've been working on since last summer, and hopefully I'll come out with it this summer. We'll see, girl. I just have a lot on my plate right now, but I don't like um, sunscreens, but I like the one I'm developing. I also, surprisingly, I do not like eye creams. And because, one, I think they're a crock of shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think eye creams need to be, like, basically serums, but something highly um, concentrated and very focused for the eye area because your eyes are the thinnest, um, aside from, like, your hands. But it's, like, the thin it's actually thinner than your hands, actually. Thinnest skin on your face. So... An eye cream needs to work. But one thing I really hate about eye creams is it makes my eyes, like, water. Like, my eyes are very sensitive. I have dry eye, bitch. I got glaucoma. I got astigmatism. I actually do have an astigmatism, bitch. And I should be wearing my eyeglasses. But y'all know I don't. But sometimes it's nice to see things in a blur. You know? Like, sometimes it's just... I just feel like when I put my reading or seeing glasses on, it's everything's just so clear and crystal clear, and it's like, I just don't think I want to see the world like that. Sometimes it's nice to just see things in a blur. But have you guys ever put on your, like, an eye cream? And I normally put do, I do a bunch of shit at night. I, I lather up the doll baby's face at night, so I'd be looking like a grease ball. And I put on my eye cream for the longest, and you know when... When you're like, I sit up and watch television, so I don't go to bed. Like, I don't like lay my head down and go to bed. I like watch television for like two to three hours, right? Or just scroll my scroll through my phone, whatever. Well, all the oils and anything you put on your face eventually kind of migrate down. You don't really, really, really notice it, but I notice it sometimes with my eye my eye creams because it gets in my eye. Does this happen to you guys? And then your eye starts burning or watering or, you know, it's... Anyways, so whenever I would put on eye cream, I can only put it underneath my eye, but not on the eyelid. But the eyelid is where you need it also basically the most, if not the same, you know? Like, you really need to put your eye cream on the whole fucking eye, bitch. Like, when the girls be like, oh, put some eye cream underneath your eye, bitch, what about the... That's only... That's half the eye, that's like a bitch walking in the shower and only washing uh, um, uh, from the waist up. Bitch, you got to wash the rest of your body. I don't know why I'm screaming right now. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just, I've always had beef with fucking eye creams. Needless to say, 
this eye cream is not only fabulous, not only does it lighten your eyes, not only does it keep it plump with the collagen, not only does it moisturize, not only does it get rid of fine lines and wrinkles with squalene, like not only is it really that girl, it does not burn or bother my eyes. So, and I could just really, I, I mean, this is not recommended, don't do this, but how I've, because I'm such a fucking brute sometimes, I just rub it in my eyes, <laughs> just rub it all over my eyes and go, go about my business. Um, but I suggest gently in a circular motion, a circular outward motion, applying the eye cream. But me, I needless to say, I put it all in my motherfucking eye and it don't burn, it don't do shit, but it works. So from now until it sells out or something sells out, bitch, you can get a free eye cream, a full size, like not like a travel size, not a little sample, the full shebang, bitch, with any purchase of $40 or more at sawraybeauty.com. You do not need a promo code. Only thing you got to do is you got to put both of them in. A, you got to put the eye cream in a cart and it has to add up to $40. Now, I'm not trying to be rude. Actually, this year, I've been really shocked and surprised. The first year in, on Sorry Beauty, the girls were a little, like, not really paying attention and not really listening to the instructions. But this year, I'm actually happy. Some of y'all, most of y'all, actually 90% of you, 95% of you guys put it in the car. But some girls, they just see, oh, free gift for purchase, and they just buy something and then email, like, a week later talking about, I didn't get the free gift for purchase. Well, girl, you didn't put it in the damn card. You know? So you got to put... The eye cream, I repeat, you got to put the eye cream in the cart and then you got to have something else in the cart that is $40 or more, which is basically anything on the site. So I just figured I would let you guys know that um, the holiday gift sets are going out right now. They I don't know how many we have left with that come with the signed greeting card, but they're 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 going out, girls. So be sure to get those as well. But, um, let's see, let's see. Yeah, so moving right along. All right, so the doll is, the doll baby's back. And it's real ghetto over here. Like, it's really, like, just, who is munching? Oh, Billy's all fat ass. You hear that? I don't know if you can hear this. Like, damn, she is munching. Um, anyways, the doll baby's back in New York. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back in my humble abode. My sister comes in the morning for Thanksgiving. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be nice to see her. Um, but how was Japanese? Um, okay, let's start with a couple things. So I definitely went to Disneyland, and then I went to Disneyland Tokyo Sea, or... There's two parks in Disneyland. There's the regular Disneyland, which basically got, it's like every Disneyland, wherever you go, is basically the same. It got Main Street, it got Fantasyland, it got Critterland, Space, like it's the same shit, basically. But these bitches in Tokyo have Tokyo Sea, like Disney Sea or whatever. And it's like all this island shit. And it's really cool. Like, they have, like, a whole Aladdin world. They got, like, a little mermaid world. They got, like, 
a Titanic world for some reason. Like, it's it's cute. It was really cute. I didn't really go on any rides. I'm not really... The thing about me is I'm not really a rides girl. I don't want... Like, I if I do go on a ride, I want to do, like, the cute rides. You know, like, I want to, like, do, like, It's a Small World, Little Teacups, Little Dumbo things. Like, the little baby rides. Those are so cute to me. Like, I don't want to be jerked and thrown and roller coastered and, you know, zip and zap. Like, it's not... <laughs> that's not what I want to do. I just want to relax. <laughs> like enjoy the cute little scenery and the cute little music so i did that it was cute um what i say take it or leave it so we're gonna do a little take it or leave it on everything i've done in tokyo in japanese okay so disneyland regular tokyo disneyland take it or leave it is it a take it or leave it it is a take it or leave it and if i had to take it or leave it I would leave it. And it's really no shade. It's just, you know what? No, I take that back. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because they had all these popcorn stands. And maybe it's something I fucking missed in Disneyland here in the United States in Anaheim or in Orlando. But I don't, I don't remember a bunch of popcorn stands. Maybe them bitches in Japan love some fucking popcorn. But, like each popcorn, like each popcorn stand had like different flavors, which was bomb. Like they had like a shrimp and something flavor sh- popcorn, which bitch, you know, I live. And then they also had a soy sauce and butter popcorn, which bitch. Let me tell you something. I really just dis- one thing I've discovered since my time in Japanese is the mixture of soy sauce and butter. It's going to blow your mind, baby. It's going to blow your motherfucking mind. I had some edamame a couple nights ago on a food tour. And it was butter, minced, or like really finely minced garlic and ginger and soy sauce. Tossed with some edamame. Bitch, them things was banging. It really beats like the girls who be having fucking wasabi, I mean, um, edamame, and just be throwing some like sea salt on it, which still slaps. It still slap. But bitch, get you some fucking soy sauce, some butter, and some ginger and and garlic. Toss them bad boys around, put it in the microwave. Bitch, good old little snack. So, anyways, so back to the Disneyland. What I Disneyland was cute. I really had a good time. It was rainy that day, but it stopped raining by like one. Um, it was, you know what? It was a cute little moment. I really did enjoy it. And then afterwards, what did I do? Oh, I had to go to my Pokemon Cafe um, reservation, bitch. When I tell you that day, I was so exhausted. And I was like, I got there like maybe 30 minutes earlier to get to my um my reservation, thinking like, bitch, maybe I could get seated earlier or something. Then bitches was like, no, bitch. We booked, we booked. Like, it's a no-go. Um, but it was cute. The girl who sat next to me in the Pokemon Cafe, she brought all her like stuffed animals, which I noticed stuff, the girls just be walking around especially Tokyo with stuffed animals. I'm a 
I'm the type of girl I don't want to hold. I don't want. I don't like carrying things. I don't want to be a bag lady everywhere I go. You know, I just, I just don't enjoy it. I don't like just having a bunch of shit. But one thing I've did learn or noticed with the girls in Tokyo, especially, they just be walking around with like stuffed animals, stuffed animal keychains, like just all that shit. Like I'm just like. But then it's also kind of like, well, that is the purpose of having, like, a keychain stuffed animal. Because you would put it on a backpack or a bag or something. But it would be a lot. Anyways, this girl next to me, while she was ordering her food at the Pokemon Cafe, she just had, like, she, like, literally brought a bunch of her Pokemon stuffed animals and, like, sat them down at the, the, um, the table. And, like, you know, picture, I took pictures with them with the food and stuff, which was cute. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, at first I was like, bitch, what are you doing? And then I was like, oh, she's taking a cute little photo. I was like, word content creator. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, damn, bitch, what are you doing? Like, why are you bringing all them, that shit from home? <laughs> like, keep that, <laughs> you know, I was kind of taken off guard. But then I started to notice that, like, part of the girls in Japanese, um, it's not viewed, I maybe, I could be completely wrong, but it wasn't, I don't think cartoons, anime, manga, stuffed animals, all that cute shit is not viewed as like a child-like thing. Whereas here in the United States, it's like, bitch, if you saw a grown-ass man walking around with like some damn stuffed animals, I, I, I in the United States, I'd be like, hide your kids, hide your wives, you know? Not even hide your wives, bitch. Hide your kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hide your kids, bitch. Is he a registered sex offender? Yeah, because I would be just, I just, you know. But there, it's like, I didn't just see women, it, it, like, I mean, I would see, like, older women. Like, the oh, the, the lady who sat across from in front of the girl with the, the stuffed animals at the Pokemon Cafe, she herself had a couple stuffed animals. And she was, like, maybe, like, 50 years old. She didn't have no husband, no kids, no grandbabies, nothing. She was just chilling at the fucking Pokemon Cafe eating her little cute, like, shit and taking pictures, which is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to live your life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not doing it to, like, shade them and be like, bitch, you're weird. No. Because, bitch, here I am, a whole 35-year-old gay man traveling halfway across, literally across the goddamn globe to go eat at the Pokemon Cafe and actually about to have a fucking conniption because reservations were out. And by the grace of God, by the grace of God, I got a, a, a reservation the day before I flew out. So here I am, like, uh, you know, so I'm not, like, shading nobody, but it was just, I noticed that part of, like, the culture is just about, they don't they don't view it like that. Like, even, like, signs and, like, um, advertisements or directions or signs on the train, like they would have like little characters. You know what I'm saying? Like where, where here, if you would see a sign, it would just be like an outline, like a silhouette of a person to signify this is a person. But there would be like these cute little, little characters talking about exit this way. You know, you're going this, like it's, it was just cute shit. 
And I was like, okay, cool. And it wasn't until, it wasn't until I went to the Sanrio, I mean, I I saw guys doing the same shit. Like, the guys still had, like, little keychains of little monsters and, like, little things that they liked and, you know, wearing little headbands and whatever. And we're bitches. You know what I'm saying? Not even, like, just, like, gay boys, like, being gay boys. It was like, they was with a bitch. Like, holding hands and, like, canoodling. And I was like, this is wild. Like, I'm like, I'm not shading. Like, again, I'm not shading nobody. But I was like, this is crazy. Like, not crazy. But, like, I was like, hold on. How can I? You know what? This is why I'm fucked up. Because <laughs> this is why I'm going straight to hell, bitch. And flaming droves. So. So, okay. So, I need to really eventually deconstruct. And what is it? I need to. Somebody said something somewhere on Twitter and came from the doll. She was there, the doll baby, and was like, You need to deconstruct your views on masculinity and misogyny and da da da. Basically, because I was like, Bitch, I ain't fucking no nigga with no damn dangly earring and I ain't fucking no nigga with no damn nail varnish, bitch. And I've said that time and time again. It's just not, I can't. Like, I'm not gonna let no nigga, like, it's, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I don't mind, like, a little shoulder bag, you know, like, a little cross bag, you know what I'm saying? But, bitch, I can't, I, you can't be coming up in here, like, you can't be trying to crawl nobody's back when you got acrylic nails on and carrying a Birkin. That's just, like, if that's your thing and you ain't, it's, not, it's that's you, cool. If you like it, I love it. But for me and the doll baby, it's just, I can't get into the nail varnish. I can't get into, you know, I can't get into no, like, I could do, like, one dangly earring, bitch. But two dangly earrings, it can't be too dangly. <laughs> Like, it can't be too long, bitch. And, like, I can't get with, like, okay, so not to change the subject. There was this guy I hooked up with, bitch, and he's fine, bitch. And we was talking for, like, a few months, and just time just didn't really permit and whatnot. Fine boots. And ass for days, just, just gorgeous. And I was like, damn, this nigga's fine. Bitch... <laughs> so okay so you know i'm growing my hair out right but see i'm not growing my hair out it's not gonna touch my shoulders i just feel like it can't touch my shoulders once it touch your shoulders bitch it's like it's giving it's the illusion for me is gone it's gone bitch and it's no shade like some of the girls don't mind it's it's fine like i'm not talking about what you like I'm talking about me, bitch. And I can't get into the too long hair. Bitch, this nigga had a full-on bloat looking like Farrah Fawcett, bitch. Like, giving Pamela Anderson. I said, why is the hair so goddamn long? <laughs> like, and then, like, you know, like, when your hair is long, like, you kind of, like, shake it to the to the side to get it over, like, your, your back or around your neck or whatever. I was like, this is too, this is too much. <laughs> like, it just, it just, it's too fucking much for me, you know? And shit, maybe the girls who ate me up on Twitter is right. Maybe I do need to deconstruct masculinity or 
Actually, I don't even know what the fuck they said. Something about the construct. Bitch, some shit that I don't give a fuck about. They said I got to do some some shit like that. Bitch, let me tell you something. And this goes for everybody. All I have to do is stay black, Mexican, pay my taxes, and die. I ain't got to do shit else, okay? I don't. I just got to say, black, Mexican, pay my taxes, and die. Uh, so, anyway, so back to the um, Japanese boys. So, yeah, so we, I was in the Sanrio store, and, you know, they was just, like, you know, boot up with their girls and, like, fanning, like, girl, like fangirling over, like, the merchandise, which bitch me, too. But I was just kind of like, damn, I didn't know the straight boys was into this shit, too. I thought it was just gay boy stuff, you know? But shout out to... Shout out to them. So, anyways... Um, what else? So, to, uh, Tokyo Sea, the Disney Tokyo Sea was cute. I really enjoyed it. I didn't stay long, um, because I had to get to the Cat Cafe. The Cat Cafe, so, the Disneyland Tokyo Sea was a take it or leave it. No, it wasn't a take it or leave it. I enjoyed it. I did, I really did enjoy it. I wish I could have stayed longer, but that bitch was crowded. Now, Disneyland wasn't that crowded, but the Tokyo Sea, bitch, that shit was crowded boots. And I was just like, girl, I'm not waiting in line for none of this bullshit. They had like a little Mexican area. <laughs> it was cute. They had like a little Mexican restaurant in there. It was wild. Um, and they had like fucking like, uh, not Donald Duck. Was it Mickey? No, or Duffy. One of them goddamn animals, them characters from Disney. And they had them in like a, a poncho and a sombrero. I was like, work cultural appropriation. Side note, bitch, I'm not trying to get spicy on this podcast, not too much anymore, because I just don't really have, like, the energy for it anymore, and, but remember how, like, I told you, like, I really don't give a fuck about cultural appropriation anymore, like, I've changed my mind, I don't care, I lied, so, yeah, I I lied, I, I really don't care anymore, but, and I still don't. But it's wild because I'm going on like a million and one tangents. But there was this thing online where these people were just literally just unprovoked pulling up random shit from celebrities and like old tweets and old interviews that they did in 2004 and like things that they wore at costume parties and like all this random stuff and it was like you have what do you have to say about this what do you have to say about this and it's like bitch get a fucking life you fucking loser you're a fucking loser get a life get off the internet by the way but also get a life you know what i'm saying because one how many times have we done shit in our past that we're not proud of what if somebody just dug some random shit up of your what your mama did from back when she was a kid and ate your mama up you would be feeling some type of way. Like, what you going to do to your, like, oh, mom, you're canceled. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has done some wild shit in the past. B- bitch, we probably still doing some wild shit. It's just nobody's paying attention to your wild shit. You know what I'm saying? So, girl, boo. So, um, I went to the samurai, like, a little samurai exhibit type thing. And there you can wear, a, like, a little samurai 
outfit. And bitch, my outfit was eating, bitch. And I'm gonna still post the picture, bitch. But I put it on my story, and one of the girls was like, um, I think this might be cultural appropriation. I was like, you can kiss my motherfucking ass. Bitch, I'm here in in Jap- Japanese, and the Japanese is the ones telling me to put this bullshit on, okay? You are neither Japanese, you ain't a samurai, your mama wasn't no, your daddy wasn't no samurai, your granddaddy wasn't no samurai, so... Girl, boo, I'm putting this shit on. It looks cute. I like the helmet. It's cunt. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut the fuck up. I feel like, honestly, appropriate cultural appropriate is some, honestly, some American bullshit. It's really some American bullshit because, I mean, it's not bullshit because th- there is so much truth in real shit to it it's just y'all niggas be fucking taking shit out of like just doing too much with it just watering it down when it ain't gotta be all that you know what i'm saying like bitch get over it so uh, i but also for me i personally do not give a fuck like even as a mexican i don't care if someone's wearing a sombrero i don't care i really don't i don't and when you go to fucking mexico the mexicans don't give a fuck I really genuinely think it's an American thing. I really do. Because these bitches up in in Japan, they had, you, you were able, you could dress up like a geisha. You could fucking dress up in a samurai gear. You could put a fucking fat suit on and do a sumo shit and take photos with them big ass, fat ass sumo wrestlers. And them bitches was so excited to like book that shit. Like be like, yeah, come on, let's let's do this. Bitch, ain't nobody over here worried about no goddamn Japanese. I mean, um, um, <laughs> no goddamn uh, cultural appropriation. Ain't nobody was worried about that bullshit. It's really, I feel like it's an American thing. And the girls is just, they love to get angry about shit that, like, don't even got shit to do with you. How you in my motherfucking comments talking about some, ooh, cultural appropriation? Bitch, you don't even look Japanese. Gone, girl. Anyways. So after that, I did the cat the cat cafe, which was so cute and so adorable. I had the time of my life, but I didn't pet them cats though. I didn't pet them cats. I was like, bitch, I ain't touching them things. First off, I don't know what type of cats them cats is. I know my cats is behaved and well behaved. They were before I bought them bitches and paid an arm and a leg for them bitches. I made sure for sure that these bitches were able to be held and touched and all sorts of shit and you can grab their arms and you know so they ain't lashing out nobody the only bitch who don't like to be held for too long is really um ryan and i really am going with the notion that i think she was taken from her litter too soon and sold too quickly because i really feel because olga was over um getting the fucking bbl I really do. I really feel like Olga was, she she needed money for her BBL. And so she was like, let's just hurry up and sell these damn cats. And sell the white one, too, with the blue eyes. Because we'll get more money for her. Because she was so quick. I was like, I feel like this bitch is, I was looking at Ryan. I was like, I feel like she's smaller and teenier than Billy. I don't think she's, I don't know how old. I think it'd be eight weeks or some shit like that. Or 12 weeks. I don't know. I was like, I don't think she's that. And, you know, and Olga was nowhere to be found. I had to talk, deal with her husband. Because I, and Olga over here talking about, I'm in the hospital. Bitch, it's because you got to, I, I, I guarantee you, if God is my witness, if I'm lying, I'm flying. I bet you, Olga used that, all the money from that litter to get herself a BBL. And I'm not shaming her or nothing because shit, bitch. 
I would probably want me a little piece of surge too. I didn't told y'all. I'm trying to save as much money as possible because I want me I want me some surge come January. While it's cold and sad and lonely and depressing and frigid in New York City during this, uh, during January and February, I want to be laid up in this motherfucking house recuperating with drains. Mm-hmm. I don't want no BBL, but I want I I I think I've told y'all what I want. But I really don't know what I want. <laughs> I think I want a lower facelift. Um, bitch, I really do be going on tangents. I really do. I'm supposed to be talking about Japanese. I really, <laughs> I kind of want me um, like a lower facelift. What else? What else? What else? I wouldn't mind a hair transplant or to lower my my hairline a little bit. But see, I just don't want that scar, you know? Yeah. And I want the Asian eyelid thing. That's that's like a little quick little like that. You could do that on your lunch break. It's like and you, you recover in like three days. Um, but where they, you know, where they slit the eyelid and make your eyes a little bit wider and like bigger. That's what I want. I want, but I don't want them too big, bitch. I don't want them to be bugged out looking like I got fucking Graves disease, bitch. I don't want that. But I definitely want my eyes to be a teeny bit like bigger and youthful because the older you get. If you don't take care of like, well, it doesn't really matter if you take care of your your eyes or whatever, but gravity is going to just kill your ass and pulverize you to fucking smithereens and ugliness. So part of that is a droopy eye. And at first I loved a droopy eye because Britney Spears has a droopy eye and it looks really nice, but it looked nice on her when she was in her 20s. The older you get, a droopy eye don't look good. You know, and I don't want an eyebrow lift because, bitch, I'm not trying to serve cunt. You know, like, I know the girls don't mind, like, a little cunt moment, but I'm not trying to give that. I'm trying to give, like, boy, but just, like, a, a, a wide, youthful, awake, effervescent cunt face. So, yeah, I'm trying to give me some surge. Anyways, back to the fucking Japanese. Goddamn. Sort of fucking cat cafe. I didn't touch them damn cats, whatever, but I had a really good time. It was really cute. And the next day, I took the bullet train to Kyoto. And Kyoto was the old capital of Tokyo. I mean, not Tokyo, of Japan. And there's, like, a bunch of temples. It's, like, where the geishas be. It's where the samurais be. It's, like, old shit, you know? But I stayed in, like, a new, like, hotel. But it was nice. It was very quiet, very nice, very beautiful. Um, I did a sake tour with a bunch of white people and, um, see, I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do this because I am actually now, uh, I'm, I've opened up the, the white men on my hinge dating profile and baby, the floodgates have, have commenced. It's happening. It's happening. Um, so I don't want to do too much on the Caucasians. But there's just something about Caucasians that just... How can I put this? They just be... I don't know how to put it. Like... I I feel like they just feel like they're above everything. Like 
like they don't have to abide by nobody's rules. You know what I'm saying? And baby, let me tell you something. The Japanese, they were so fucking nice. I met, met hold on, bitch, no. Because I did, um, almost had to get somebody together at the fucking Sailor Moon Cafe, I mean, um, museum, because one of them bitches slapped my hand. And it's, it's really by the grace of fucking God and my maturity and a slight Xanax that really had me not molly whopping in that motherfucking museum. But I'll get to that a little bit later. But, but aside from that, the um, Japanese was just so nice, so sweet, and just nice. Just really just fucking nice and quiet and just... I don't know how to put it. Because, I mean, nice is... I need to think of another adjective. Like, But, like, just sweet. And, you know, you you would have to... They just fucking opened up the goddamn country to tourism. Oh, a month ago. About a week ago. About a month ago. And so you still have to wear your mask wherever you go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't have to wear it when you're walking outside. Um, but people still do. You have to sanitize your hands. You got to wait. You still got to, like, give people distances. You got to, like, there's still, it's not super, like, in in the thick of it, COVID tea, but it's still like, girl, that's they shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you brought your goofy ass all the way over here, cause you wanted to go to Japanese, if they still they just opening up their shit to your ass, follow the goddamn rules. Do I want to walk around in a goddamn mask all the goddamn time? Hell fucking no. Thank God. For my silk mask. And thank God I, I had some in my house. You know, because otherwise I, the only way I can really get my hands on my own shit is if I have my, the, my warehouse send me whatever my sites carry. I don't keep anything in my house anymore. So thank God I have three fucking silk masks for this trip that I just so happen to have in my dining room. But um, do I want to wear a silk mask? Hell no. Do I want to spray my fucking hands with sanitizer every time I walk any place I go, every fucking place I go to? No, my cuticles look are shot to fucking shit right now because of all the goddamn alcohol that's been soaked into them. My hands are brittle as fuck. But it's like, that's what you do. You in their house, bitch. Like you in their home, like you in their country. And it's like, these bitches just didn't want to do nothing. And they were, like, complaining and, like, challenging them. And I was like, bitch, how how the fuck, how, how the fuck do you book this sake tour? First off, you booked a goddamn flight to Japan. And literally, it says, these are the goddamn rules and regulations. You need to be vaccinated. And if you ain't vaccine vaccinated, then your ass need to stay in quarantine for X amount of days. And if that ain't the case, whatever. Um, as long as you vaccinated, you still got to wear your mask. You don't got to wear it indoors. You got to sanitize your hand. These are the rules and the regulations. So you already knew that when you booked the goddamn flight because you had to click it when you booked it. Well, at least on Delta. They give you the fucking tea. And they give you the motherfucking tea the minute your ass get off the goddamn plane. There's about 40 of them. The minute you get off, like literally 40 Japanese women come off. When you get off the goddamn plane, there was about 40, 50, 60 of these bitches all, all making you fill out a long ass goddamn um, electronic health waiver shit. 
Like it's there. That's they shit. Yeah, we ain't doing that shit no more in the United States. But it's like, bitch. So you already knew that. So then what makes y'all think? And bitch, the whole group was white. Everybody in the goddamn group was a white person. But me. And so what makes you think when you get to the goddamn sake tour? It's, oh, do we really? We don't have to do that anymore. Do we have to? Well, we pay for this. We pay for this. Yeah, bitch, you pay for it. But you still got to fucking. What the fuck? And I get like, and I don't want to get down this road and and turn back into old Solomon. But it's like, y'all niggas get on my nerves sometimes. Like, it's wild. Every time, like, the whole trip, if I overheard somebody arguing about some damn sanitizer or a goddamn mask, if I overheard it over my, my, my back, I would look over and sure enough, it was some white folks from America or, or, or the UK. Always. Always, 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 fucking always. Bitch, go home. Wait till wait till the wait till Japanese give you don't gotta wear no mask, you don't gotta wear no then then come on over. Don't don't be if this is such a, a big like thing for you, if it is really burning your motherfucking biscuits, stay your ass at home. Cause guess 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 what you can do at home? Guess what you can fucking do at home? You don't gotta wash your hands. You don't gotta put on no damn mask. Bitch, you y'all bitches don't even wash your legs. So you could just live in your filth and your nastiness and the comforts of your nasty ass unkept home and be happy about it. Don't come into somebody else's fucking domain and try to run shit. It's just that just that is just the that is just the wildest thing. And I'm not even exaggerating. And this is probably why I'm getting like this, because every single white person was like this. I was embarrassed. I was like, bitch. Oh my God, like Americans. And I'm not the girl, I'm not the girl who goes overseas and be like embarrassed to be American. You know how like some of the girls be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed to be like, I say I'm from America. No, bitch, I love saying I'm from the United States. I love the United States. I am a fir- I always say this. It don't matter what the fuck is going on. I would never want to live anywhere else but the United States. I wouldn't. As shitty and crummy as I don't want to live nowhere else. I like the United States. Yes, it's not, clearly not a perfect country. Built on a lot of bullshit. Still some bullshit. And really, we're going through some wild bush, bullshit as we speak. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But nonetheless, I wouldn't want to live nowhere else. And for a good portion of the United States, the United States is actually, in my opinion, a pretty decent country you know i i would not be able to do what i do if it wasn't for me living in this country i'm a firm believer in it i couldn't have built what i've built and have the things that i have and 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 obtain and and be able to go literally from nothing have nothing and build like if it wasn't for the fundamentals of this country i'm a firm believer of that but at the same time, we're, there's a lot of bullshit about this country as well. Nonetheless, I'm also not the type of person who goes across um, overseas and be like, oh, I'm, I'm ashamed to tell, let people know I'm I'm American. I'm not, bitch. I love it. Like, it's like, yeah, we're trash, but we're a badass country. Like, we're still like, 
the big niggas on the block. Like, hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a cold, hard fucking fact. But it's just fucking gross and disgusting when you're literally challenging these people and making them uncomfortable because they don't want to have conflict. These people don't want to argue with you. They don't want to enforce shit with you. They don't want to, like... And you're making it difficult for them and making it, like, a not great environment to... You know what I'm saying? Like, just wear the... Just be... Put the sanitizer on your hand. I... I, I will never know. I will never know why people don't want to be clean. I will never know that. I don't, and I don't want to know that, but I will never understand people who are vehemently against wanting to be clean. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, like, I don't get that. Anyway, so back to the sake tour, bitch. So, but it was fabulous. Um, we, I learned a lot about sake and how it's made. So, bitch, I can now read sake bottles. I know, like, what's the tea. Like, and the weird thing about it is we tried so many. And um, it's actually a much more complex. What I've learned with sake and then Japanese cuisine it's it's way more complex and almost goddamn cerebral than anything I've ever experienced. Like you know, like whenever I when I, even when I learned about champagne, it was kind of like a you know point A to point B. Like uh, these are the steps. This is how champagne is made. These are the categories. These are the like you know what I'm. These are the grapes. It's, you know whatever whatever whatever. These are the regions. Boom. Cut and dry, easy to understand. Bitch, this man was over here talking about sake. He was over here, we're like, this is this and that. And I'm trying to keep along. And I'm like, all right, it's making, it's making sense. It's making sense. These are the type of um, rice. Okay, it's making sense. It's making sense. This is the percentage it gets polished at. You know, the, um, the, the more polished, the more expensive, the less polished, the less expensive. But then also it could be the better flavor, but then it's not the better flavor. And then you're jumping into this third category. And I said, okay, it's starting to make sense, starting to make sense. And so just when I'm, it's starting to make sense, I said, oh, okay, I got it. And he was like, but see, if they do it this way and then add this um, fungi or whatever shit to it, then it's no longer the third category. It's now a fourth unseen category. And then the fourth category spawns into an extra unseen category. I was like, bitch, now I'm confused, bitch. I need a fucking pie chart, an abacus. I need a goddamn map, bitch. I need an app to download to figure this shit out, because, bitch, now I'm confused. At that point, I said, girl, just bring on the sake and let's just drink it. Okay, because I, I, I'm, I'm lost. You lost me about an hour ago. <laughs> About, an, like, literally an hour. He, t- baby, I love an informative moment, especially when it comes to food and understanding, like, drinks and food and things that you can consume and, like, the history behind it, especially, like, things that are regional. I love it. But, baby, that man talked me to death because he had to. It was just so confused. Bitch, I still don't know. I still don't know. I can't even tell you. I, I can I can read the damn bottles. I know what what, what rice it is. I I kind of remember the four different flavors. Bitch, I don't I don't know, child. 
I couldn't, I can't even tell you. I was like, girl, just bring on a goddamn food. But it was wild because we had we paired it with different types of food and shit like that. It was lit. Like that was a great experience. Um, I would totally do it again. If anybody goes to Japanese, girl, um, do a sake tour. That shit was bomb as fuck. And did I get drunk? Not really. I don't think so. But um, yeah, so that was great. What else did I do? Um, oh, then I went to Osaka. Which is considered the um, Japan's kitchen, which is known for like street food and like just cuisine and like eating and food and just food, bitch. So I kept I kept hearing about like, oh girl, Osaka, 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 food, 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 food. So I'm like, bitch, I'm about to eat good, bitch, because at that point I went, um, I ate damn near everything at Disneyland just because I wanted to try all the cute shit. I went to the Pokemon Cafe and I had, I did the McDonald's thing where I, you guys love when I do this, but I just kind of order all the things that we don't have in the United States that are unique to those regions. And then I just eat them in front of a camera and give my review. All of that was trash. Um, not to be, disrespectful or rude it was literally doo-doo it was really garbage it did not taste good at all i did not enjoy it would not recommend zero out of zero zero stars bad yelp review just bad um so at that point i was just eating trash so i was like bitch i just can't wait to start eating some good food bitch so we go on this little osaka tour bitch and i jump out you know we meet the little thing or whatever and it had all bitch you got to be careful with reviews now. You got to be very careful with reviews because you start. You have to look at who is reviewing the goddamn shit. It's really no shit. I'm not trying to sound elitist or classist or whatever, but like you really do have to look and see who is reviewing stuff. I've said this time and time again. When the girls be talking about, oh, this is a fabulous, I would rate this hotel five stars. This is such a great, but it's like Becky from fucking Wisconsin. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to trust Becky from Wisconsin to know what a good five-star hotel is. I'm not trying to be shady. I'm not trying to be sound elitist. It's just a cold, hard fucking fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, Becky, I think at best you are probably comfortable and know a good, solid three-star hotel. An economy. One that serves breakfast till 11 a.m. You know what I'm saying? Not to be shady. It's just that's what I feel Becky from Wisconsin would give. It's no shade if you live in Wisconsin. Bitch, I don't even know where Wisconsin is. Um, I really actually don't even know Wisconsin. I just think, I think about cheese and cows or something. There was like an ad in the early 90s about Wisconsin cheese. Wisconsin. Where is it? <laughs> I'm poor. Wisconsin is in... Oh, it's a, a state? Wisconsin is the 25th largest state. Okay, and it's close to Michigan. Okay. And it's right next to Minneapolis. Okay. Well, maybe they... Okay, maybe Becky knows a 3.5 star hotel. I'll say that. But that's not the point, okay? The point is, when you be looking at reviews and the girls be like, oh, this is so lit, this is so great. Oh my God, a great, 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 great. You got to see where they're coming from. They may not be of your kind. If you are a typical girl like Becky from Wisconsin, you're probably going to be like, it might work for you. But for a girl like me, it don't. I'm not going to like what Becky from Wisconsin like. 
We're not the same girls. We're not cut from the same cloth. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to sound like I'm like this bougie bitch. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying we're just not the same girl. And that was my fucking mistake when I booked this goddamn um, food tour in Osaka because I was like, damn, it got like mad reviews. It's going to be good, whatever. So I was like, book, 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 book. So I booked it. And so we meet and whatnot. And it's this white dude who been living in um, Osaka for like three years or something like that. And he got a Japanese wife. And it was so cute because he, he just had a baby. The baby was like two weeks old or whatever. It was so cute. Um, well, I don't know if the baby physically was cute, but it was the idea that the, the he had a child was cute. That was so mean. I shouldn't have said that. But you know what I mean. Like, I never, he didn't bring the baby to the food tour. So I don't know if the baby's cute. Because not all babies are cute. That's something we really need to talk about eventually one of these days. We're not, we're not going to have that conversation now, but we do need to come to a, a conclusion. No, come to an, an agreement, excuse me, and then in a conclusion that not all babies are cute. They're not. And I think there's a multitude of reasons why I'm scared to have kids, but one of them is I don't, I would, I, I, I don't know what I would do if my baby was ugly. I just, like, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't be like, mm. like put it back. <laughs> no, thanks. You know, like, you know, you just got to deal with it. Because there are some unsavory children. And it's sad because it's like, they be like, oh, the baby going to grow into their looks. No, it just gets worse. Sometimes it just gets worse. Mm hmm. So when I say like your baby is cute, I mean it like because I'm not I'm not going to lie. So when I myself say, oh, my God, your baby is so adorable. It's because I genuinely believe your baby is cute. And I don't see a lot of I mean, I I don't just be looking at babies like most some people like most babies are cute. I don't really see it for the babies. I feel like sometimes they, they'll look a little bit better when they get older, but fresh Two-week baby, don't ever look cute. Fresh two-week baby, fresh out the coochie, baby, don't look right. It don't, they be looking like little aliens. My mom, <laughs> and my brother was cute, but, like, my mom, when she had my little brother, she was like, uh-uh, we ain't taking no, no, no photos. She, my mom barely even wanted to get, you know when you... You first get your baby, the hospital, or somebody take photos of the baby. Like, you have your first, like, when the baby's, like, one day old, you get a little picture of your baby. My mom's like, no. <laughs> That's probably why I'm trifling, because my mama. The, the Honestly, the older I get, I realize I'm like my mama. I'm so like my mama, which is crazy because I'm adopted. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so, in, in just every way possible, I'm like my mom. I mean, my mom's not, like, wild and crazy. She ain't drinking, smoking, and fucking, nothing like that. But, like, you know, like, as far as, like, being very nonchalant with it, my mama. Just the way things be going is my mama. But, yeah, she was like, no, don't take no no photos. And... Yeah, and then my my brother was really cute, and he just became a. And then once he got he got some, he you know when the baby get a little older, a couple months, they start getting cute. They start looking like cute things instead of like bald headed eagles and like chickens and creatures, you know. So I just feel like I don't know what I would do if I you know 
I don't even know. Because then it's like, I mean, I'm not trying to give it off like that. Listen, listen, I'm not trying to give it off like that. I'm really not trying to give it off like that. But the doll baby, the doll baby was a, is, was a cute baby. I'm not trying to give, like, again, I'm not trying to give it off like that. But the doll baby was a cute baby. Point blank and the motherfucking period. Like, it, there was no if ands, or buts about it. Universally known, the doll baby was a, um, was, is, was a cute baby. Booked for commercials. She was, hello. I was that girl. So, I don't, I'm not really worried about my child being ugly on my behalf. But... The other half, I just need to know. I, I feel like I would just need to be like, all right, so I just need to see a few photos of you from age 1 to 35. <laughs> 35. You know, like sometimes when they be like, oh, we, we only give like photos of um, childhood photos, not like adult. No, bitch. Age 1 to 35. Age one to 35. So that's just, we need, I need to see. Cause I don't want my child growing up like not being that girl. I don't need them to be like drop dead gorgeous or nothing. I'm not saying I am, absolutely not. What I'm saying is I just don't want my child to be heinous. Cause it's really no shade. There's this girl. Oh, I shouldn't even say this. I really, she's beautiful. Her baby daddy is not. And then, baby, I shouldn't even say this. This is so horrible. Why am I talking about this? I need to talk about Japanese. Then, babies is wow. And she had not one. I feel like after the first baby came out looking like a gremlin, I would have called it quits. I'd have been like, bitch, uh uh-uh. But then she had another one. And that baby came out looking like a gremlin, too. And then she had a third one and I said okay ma'am you can't keep doing this this is not good you need to stop these babies are not turning out right that baby that baby the baby father got a strong strong genes that is pushing through they pushing all your pretty out the way bitch and dominating and destroying all your beautiful genes Cause that she's a what I say she is so and she been pretty she was pretty as a like a girl as a baby like been pretty like always been a beautiful woman so it's like ooh like damn oh my god anyways what am I even fucking talking about bitch <laughs> what was I fucking talking about I don't even know how I got on this subject I was talking about Kyoto oh. Yeah, so the damn food tour in Osaka. Shit. Another fucking tangent. Yeah, we may not be able to talk about Colorado because this is going to take... I'm going to go on so many tangents, I can just sense it. So, I'm going on the little Osaka thing. Hold on. And... Um, it, the, the, the group was cool. The group was cool. Like, everybody in the group was cool. Um, I, I clearly... I connected with the Mexican man who's in he was he, it was a mexican man who's mm, they weren't married but they were together and for like for years um they were from madrid she was puerto rican he was mexican from mexico city clearly 
I connected with them and like we just spent most of the like the food tour together, Kiki and whatever. Um, they did give me swinger vibes. No, it's no shade, no tea, but like they did give me like like swinger vibes. Like I was like, uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so the fool though was doo doo. The fool was doo doo caca. Bitch. This fucking man had us eating in fucking dumps. Fucking dumps. Like, that's the thing about me. I be spending money on food, bitch. Yes, I love me some Taco Bell, whatever. But when it comes to like outside of shit like that, I be be really throwing money on some food, bitch. It ain't nothing for the doll baby alone to spend $250, $300 on food just for the doll baby. That is really nothing. Like, I'm comfortable doing that. I enjoy tasting food. I'm the type of bitch who will order the whole goddamn menu and just sample a bunch of shit. Remember last year when I was going throughout fucking Europe and the girls was telling me, you can't order the whole menu. You're ordering too much food. They They were like, you're ordering too much food. You're being fat. I was like, damn. Um, yeah, that's me. I love food. So I don't mind spending. Bitches, motherfucker was sent, taking us to dumps. And I was wondering, I was like, damn, why is this food? Like, how the fuck I've been, I, I watched this episode on um, fucking Netflix and then the Food cha- Food Network channel and everybody was talking about Osaka got the best food. Osaka got the best food in Japan. Osaka, 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 Osaka. So I'm like, bitch, I'm about to eat good. Bitch, that shit was doo-doo. I was so angry. Oh, I was so angry. This white man took us to this bullshit. Like, girl. There's like this thing called yakitori. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the grilled chicken. Um, taki, taki, takiyori, taki. Bitch, I don't remember. It's basically some octopus balls. Not testicle balls but like they get octopus they put it in some shit whatever and then they fry them in little balls and put little sauce over them and the girls be tearing them up bitch i was so excited because i've heard about these things i was like bitch it's gonna be good I, when i was watching this shit from netflix and on food network i was like oh this shit like this is the shit i want to eat this is the shit i want to eat bitch that shit was nasty I almost threw the fuck up I was like, what the fuck is this mushy-ass, nasty-ass, smelly-ass bullshit? Then we ate some fucking udon noodle. Shit was doo-doo and tasteless. Everything was just horrible. And then we, the only good thing we had that whole fucking thing was a piece of fried chicken. And you really can't go wrong with no damn fried chicken. Bitch, I was so like, this is some bullshit. And... Me and the Mexicans was like, girl, this is crazy. And then we had, like, this dessert. The dessert was trash. Like, everything was just doo-doo. I was like, girl, I'm just going to get drunk. But then afterwards, um, he was like, all right, so this concludes the tour. Do you want to go check out the red light? And, bitch, hold on. Mind you, he was just drinking and drinking and drinking and smoking and smoking and smoking. And I was like, damn, like, he wasn't explaining none of the food. He wasn't talking about the history of the food. He was just like, here's some food. Here, go. Now y'all want to go to the, the red light district? I said, damn, nigga, do you want to go to the red light district? Because that's really what it was given. I was like, this, the re- he over here talking about some, he he got his wife 
at home, but he out be he be out in the streets for sixteen hours. Sometimes he's like works. He's out. Do, he's working these like food tours for sixteen hours. I said, uh, uh-uh, there's something ain't adding right. Like the whole time, I said something ain't adding right. This this man, you can't be out in these streets for sixteen damn hours doing food tours, bitch. But when he talked about so excited, talking, he was talking about that red light district all day long. And then finally at the thing, he was like, y'all want to come with me to the wet red light red light district? I said, see, this is what this nigga be doing. That's what he, he ain't doing these food tours. Clearly, he don't know shit about the goddamn food. You know what I'm saying? Like, the food is doo-doo. You're not putting that much effort into, like, making it a great food tour, bitch. Like, you're literally just trying to get your dick wet. And honestly, same. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But, bitch, the... the um. So, we went to... I was like... They're like, you want to go to the red light district? I said, bitch, duh. Um, <laughs> But also... So, I was... I went to... Before... Hold on. Before we met up... I went down this one alley to, like, it's called a family mart, like a little convenience store, like a little 7-Eleven. Because I went to go buy some hand sanitizer because I was out. Um, And when I met up with them, they're like, now that alley right there is one of the most dangerous alleys in all of Osaka. And I was like, oh, yeah, bitch, I was just over there. They were like, he was like, really? I was like, yeah, bitch. And it didn't give dangerous boots. It really didn't. Like, and they're like, well, you're from New York. I said, yeah, but like, it just honestly just didn't give dangerous anything. Like, there's teenagers in there buying like trading cards, girl. Like, it's y'all, it's not like y'all niggas got guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> y'all don't got no drive-by shootings. Like, it's not giving none of those things, bitch. And and these hands work. Like, don't. Two of the people, um, when we was doing, I did a food tour in Osaka. And the funny thing is the second one, um, one of the guys asked me, he was like, are you, do you box or do you fight or something? I said, no, but I just box randomly. And then on the second food tour I did in Tokyo, the guy was like, he asked my tour guy, he was like, is he a fighter? I was like, no, but I mean, but also like these hands work, these hands get busy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not walking around scary, bitch. Plus, it's like, bitch, Japanese is like one of the most safest countries you could really be in. Like, the crime is virtually non-existent. Like, ain't nobody doing drugs. Ain't nobody shooting, doing no drug drive-bys, bitch. Like, ain't nobody getting stabbed. A, a lady was literally raped and slashed on, in front of my, my home in where I live right now literally like just right like right in front of my home so like girl girl boo so anyways so we do the whole red light district thing and it was crazy because um what so you walk down this thing and like the thing so they have like these little like like boxes on like these like not garages you know like they kind of look like garages, but like small ones. Not like to put a whole car in, but to have like a little small little like chair in in there. And there's two people in there. There's an old lady and then like a girl. And so basically what you do is if you walking around, the girl will say hi or whatever. You can say hi to them or whatever. And then you are to not talk to the girl. You're supposed to talk to the old lady. And then the old lady... 
she then talks to the girl and if the girl don't want to fuck you she will be like oh no we we don't have any tea or like we don't got no, nothing here so sorry girl but if she she's okay with fucking you she will let the old lady know yeah let's tell that nigga okay and so the lady would be like all right the old lady would be like okay girl so we got some tea what type of tea do you want and so you go through the menu or whatever and you pick your tea and it'd be 120 dollars which is some expensive ass tea and so then she gonna make your tea or whatever and you take your shoes off you go upstairs there's like a little area upstairs and you go with the girl and have your little tea basically you have sex and then you come down but you you but then it's like 20 minutes you only get 20 minutes and you come down and then they give you a lollipop and so you kind of walk through the rest of the red light district with a lollipop to kind of signify to the other girls um in the other down the whole entire alleys um that you've already you know has somebody so don't bother you or something like that so we go and oh and so when women when girls walk by they they put something they cover their face like real quick which was wild i was like damn this is crazy so we went that was cool that was like a cool little experience um the girls are really pretty like i'm not saying like i was expecting them to be ugly but like you know what i'm saying like i think i just i just would imagine like one like 30 out of 100 are gonna look mid no 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 no. like 60 girls out of 100 are going to be mid you know what i'm saying and of those 60 half of them ain't gonna be pretty and of that 30 like half of them gonna be ugly but it wasn't that case they was all pretty girls titties was cute the only like they was like cute like girls like pretty like real pretty girls um but not like buxom not like you know not stripper bbl girls like not like that can you imagine stripper bbl japanese girls (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that shit would be hysterical um but yeah it was kind of cute um and then the next day i went back to kyoto and then i did a um I went to a bunch of temples and I went to some shrines. I saw some of the red leaves and that was kind of about it. And then I went back to Tokyo. And on that note, let's take a break. All right. So back to my Japanese stories. So then we go back to Tokyo and I was gonna, what did I do when I got back? Oh, I did some shopping. Um, and then I believe Saturday I wanted, I was gonna go out to the club. And I was like, bitch, I'm gonna go to the club. It's Saturday night. If, if it's gonna be any time, like it's gonna be now. Like, cause the next day I didn't have anything planned for Sunday. Only thing I had planned was to go to the Sailor Moon Museum. And I was like, girl, I can go there really whenever because my reservations at like one o'clock. So, I was like, yeah, let me just go go to the club. Honey, I ate some goddamn food, laid up in that bed, watched Memoirs of a Geisha, and went the fuck to sleep. Like, and that's so unlike me. But I didn't really, honestly, I didn't want to go to the club while I was out there. I just, 
But I just felt like, you know what? Go to the club one day. And they have an eagle at in Tokyo. And I mean, I didn't expect it to be like the eagle in New York City because that's not my vibe. That is not my scene. And I'm not, I'm listen, I'm not trying to shame nobody. I'm, it's just, it's just not my scene. I don't enjoy stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I just like I don't get it. I don't get leather stuff. I don't get harnesses. I don't get I just don't get it. I don't I don't get it. I don't I just don't get it. <laughs> and you know what? It's not for me to get. But if you like it, I love it. So boom. So even though despite that not being my scene, I still kind of wanted to go to the one in Tokyo just because it's like I just wanted to see who the now who the fuck eating now. Oh, that's Ryan. Damn, she kind of munching too. So I, even though it's not my scene, I still wanted to go to the um the Eagle in Tokyo just to kind of see what it's like. And oh, now she's done. Ryan is so funny. She will literally like take two bites and then walk away. Like girl, just sit there and eat. She she just she literally like will eat like two bites and then dip out. Anyways, I think she knows I'm talking about her. Um, what was I saying? Yes, the eagle of Tokyo. So even though that's not my scene, I still want to go. Um, because you know there's one in New York and there's a, bu- a bunch of them. So I was like, oh, cool, one in Tokyo. Let's go. But bitch, I went to the I went to the bed um to bed, watched Memoirs of a Geisha, and went to fuck to sleep. So Sunday, I um I wake up early and then I go to the, the Sailor Moon Museum because I'm like, bitch, I want to go to the Sailor Moon Museum, but I also want to go to the Cup of Noodle Museum. And it's been so hard. It's been booked and like reserved. It's like, I'm not going to be able to go. Like, this is some bullshit. So I was like, maybe I can do both of them at the same, like, in one day. I'm up early. I'm not hungover. I didn't go to the club. I'm going to go to the fucking both, both museums. So I go to the Sailor Moon Museum and it is. Um, the 30th anniversary exhibit. So it's really, really cool. And I get in and, you know, you can take photos, whatever, whatever. There are no English guides. Nobody speaks English, which is basically everywhere in Japan. I mean, some people speak a little bit of English, but virtually it's just, it ain't like going anywhere else. Like everybody really dead ass do be just speaking Japanese. So everybody's taking photos. We get in there. It's just like a bunch of stuff. We get to the first part and um, they play a movie. Not a movie, but they play like the intro to Sailor Moon. And so I went to go take a picture. I was taking a picture of the little intro. Bitch, when I tell you somebody came behind me and slapped my hand because I was taking a photo... And I guess I wasn't able to take a photo. I learned then I couldn't take photos of any um, video elements. Like I could take photos of like photo, I mean, still elements, but anything that was 
visual like video elements of the movies and the the series i couldn't do that which i didn't fucking un- i didn't know it didn't had no signs nowhere it didn't it didn't say shit about that nobody said anything maybe the bitch said some something um in japanese right before the movie play bitch i don't know but all i do know is by the grace the grace of the lord our savior jesus christ my reflexes wasn't reflecting because if there's one thing about Solomon, the reflexes be reflexing a little too much sometimes. And it has scared me my whole entire fucking life. The reflexes work. And I think I was just stunned. I I don't know what it, what overcame me, but I just like quickly, you know, didn't, I kind of pulled my hand up. And put it back closer to my chest. I could be in a fucking Japanese jail right now. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to like. Make this into a funny story or nothing. Because it really did scare me. It startled me. And it like. It it unnerved me a little bit. Because I was like. One of my biggest fears in life. Is getting arrested. And being in jail. Overseas. Or you know. Abroad. Now, I'm not trying to sound like a like a badass. I'm not trying to, like, give it off like that. But the doll's been at Rikers. The doll has been in, in jail before. She spent some time. Like, that is, I'm not saying it's a great, fabulous place to be in. But at least I know the judicial system. I know how things work. I have a lawyer here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting in no trouble no more. I haven't been. It's been this year, as I told y'all, actually in May was the, was my 10-year anniversary of not being arrested. <laughs> not like that's nothing to be proud of, but it's also something to be proud of. Like, I haven't been arrested in 10 years. That's great. But if I got arrested in the United States, I don't want to be arrested, but I at least know, like, how things going to go. I, You know, I can speak the language. I know people's phone numbers by heart. So you know what I'm saying? I have a lawyer. Like, I got my coins up. Like, things are a little different. Bitch, I don't want to get arrested uh, 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 overseas, especially not for a violent crime. Because a violent crime was about to be occurred. And I was, I think two things, I was one, startled after she slapped my hand. And then two, I was startled because if you are someone who reacts quickly or someone who has reflexes, you know how you can get, you... It, it freaks you out that, like, you you almost did it. I don't know how to put it. Like, it freaks you out that you almost took it there. And I almost did, and I had to, like, pull myself back, and I that startled the shit out of me. Like, I was just really, like, oh, my God, I almost, almost knocked her and dented her fucking throat. Like, whoa. And I do want to clarify, these hands are ready to eat for everybody. They read they they ready to eat for everybody. That's men, women, children, dogs, grannies, whatever, animals. It, it don't matter. The, the hands are ready to eat for everyone. Even that little Asian girl, she could have got it. I'm glad I have the maturity now, or like the maybe my brain has developed. You know, because I. You, Part of, like, your frontal lobe develops later on, like, by the time, like, men for, like, 28 or 25 or something like that. Maybe I'm not as quick with it to, like, 
get angry like I used to. And I wasn't, I don't even think I was angry. I think I was just like, I just know my, it, I wasn't even angry. It was just like the slap and I'm just a quick, like on guard person. Like part of me is, and I've noticed this a lot, especially this year, I do be on guard a lot, which also kind of gives me slight amounts of anxiety. Like I'll always, how can I put it? Like my body's never... Like, if, unless I'm home, it's different. But the minute I step out, my body is not not tense, but it's just alert. Like, you're just alert. You know? Like, and, and then you'll, I'll notice it. Like, I'll be like, okay, relax your leg. Okay. Unclench your jaw. Relax your leg. All right. Now, now relax your arm. You know, you, you, nothing's happening. And um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so I was just really like, whoa, this is crazy. And then at that point, I said, I want to go. I want to go. I need to go back to my hotel room and just be alone. Because, you know, like, I was just like, I that just ruined it for me. I don't even want to be here no more. Like, I'm, I just felt weird. Like, I can't, I can't believe someone just hit my hand. And then it wasn't even that. It was the fact that, like, I was a split second of decking her smooth in her throat. Like, a split fucking second. Like, I can't even... And then the whole time, I'm like, damn, like... And then we moved to the next room, and I was like... She was just kind of standing by the door, and I was just like, girl... It would have been a tussle. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And that would have looked crazy. Here I am... 190-something pounds bopping this, like, buck oh five Japanese girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, how crazy would that look if I would have just decked in her throat? Them them Japanese niggas would have put my ass in jail and beat my ass, bitch. And I would have been laid up in Japanese jail. Just wouldn't even know what to do. Wouldn't even know who to call. Wouldn't even know shit. So I'm very thankful that it happened. I'm very proud of myself that I did not react the way I normally do. I'm, And then I got myself, it took me a while to get myself together. Like I was really like gagged a little because, and then once I kind of got my composure, I said, now hold on. So I started looking because I'm, I'm, I'm that, I said, let me see if there's some, some photos up about photos and you know you can't take video like somebody got y'all gotta say something if this let me tell you something if somebody taking a photo of any video elements of the museum is prohibited you need to find a fucking way to communicate that in whatever goddamn language you possibly can instead of Hitting somebody. Because I'm not like these other motherfuckers. And I'm not one of these little teenage girls in the Sailor Moon Museum, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank God I didn't react the way I normally am. But I'm not one of y'all. So you might be able to slap one of them bitches. And they're going to just be, they're going to take it. You're going to slap the wrong motherfucker. Who going to come in this motherfucker. And they're going to get your ass together. And they ain't going to be afraid to go to jail. And they don't got no money to lose. They ain't got nothing to lose. And you're going to get your shit, your shit fucking rocked. So for the sake of your goddamn fucking museum, 
Figure that shit out. Figure that shit out. Find somebody to communicate. Get some fucking English shit going on. Hand a fucking pamphlet. Hand a fucking sign. Y'all gotta let somebody know because I swear to God, they keep doing some shit like that. Somebody gonna get. Somebody gonna rock that girl. She gonna get fucking her shit rocked. Cause you can't open up. Now I've been really cool. I've been really chill. I've been. You know, docile. I I love the fact that Japan was really soft and sweet and and not loud and all that shit. I really, really fucking rocks with it. But the slapping of the hands, no, you you slap your child. You slap your child. You slap you slap whoever the fuck you want to slap, bitch. Cause now if I would have taken this fucking fist. And punch you dead in your fucking snout. It would have been a problem. For both of us. So that museum need to. Fi- they need to figure something else out. She Because if she keep it up. You're going to hit the wrong one. It, it, it wasn't me. But she's she going to hit the wrong one. And this going to get real spicy. It's going to get very fucking caliente up in that motherfucker. And I swear. Like all that shit would have been tore the fuck up bitch. Like, if it was, like, all that shit, bitch, I'm glad. (laughs) Lord, I'm so glad Serena didn't come. Oh, I'm so glad. So, so Serena almost came on the trip with me. Because her and her boyfriend want to go to Japan. But, I mean, they're going to go a little bit later. Um, But she almost came with me. Bitch, if you, (laughs) it's not even funny. I shouldn't be laughing about this because this is not actually funny at all. If you would have slapped Serena, all that shit would have been torn up. Everything, the whole fucking exhibit would have been tore the fuck up. The whole, and bitch, off a of GP, I would have been jumping in there too. And her boyfriend would have jumped in there too. So the whole shit would have got rocked. Everything would have been tore down. All set of moon shit would be <laughs> tore up, bitch. Who the fuck slapped somebody? And that bitch didn't just like tap me or nothing. I'm not exaggerating. That bitch slapped the fuck out of me. And I, 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 so... Earlier in the week, I saw two children get slapped the fucking taste out of their mouth. And at first, I thought it was the first time I saw it, I thought it was a joke. I thought that shit was a joke. I thought like I thought it was like siblings or, you know, no, it was the mom slapping the shit out of her son. I was like, damn. And then the next time I saw it, it was the same shit. And that baby, that girl, she started crying right afterwards, but she she stopped real quick because I don't think she wanted... But they slapped the shit, the dog shit out of them. Yeah, that bitch slapped the shit out of my, my hand. Uh, girl. <sighs> she may not need to work at the Sailor Moon Museum, baby. If so, they, need, just, they just need to not allow Americans in there. Now, I just got on this motherfucking mic, the last segment, talking about Americans can't be coming in nobody else's country and acting the way you want to act and stuff. But violence is a different type of thing. Getting physical with somebody is a different type of thing. I don't care what we ain't, this ain't it. You got to find a goddamn fucking way to write on paper, make a movie, make a, a fucking boomerang, a TikTok, something to let a bitch know. No, 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 whatchamacallit. How the fuck am I supposed to not speak this fucking language? 
I see everybody else with their phones out, snapping pictures and stuff. I said, all right, cool. We, you know, because sometimes you can't, you do go to museums and you're not allowed to take um, um, photos. When I was in fucking, what, where was I? Spain? Was it Spain or was it Paris? No, it was Spain because where um, Picasso's Guernica is. I went to go see Guernica, which was a, a all-time high of what the things I've seen in my life. But you're not allowed to take photos of it. One man tried to take a photo and one of the guards politely was like, you cannot take photos and didn't like, didn't say anything, but just kind of like waved his hand and was like, no, no, no. That bitch, that motherfucker didn't walk up to that man and slapped him. Bitch. I'm angry again and again. See, that's why I don't like to talk about things that upset me because then I get angry over and then, I, then I'd be like, damn bitch, why didn't you do nothing? <laughs> Oh, my God. And no, it wouldn't have been any different if, I, I mean, if it was a guy who slapped my hand, I don't think it would have been different either. I was still was just very shocked. I was just like, whoa, what the fuck? And then the second shock was the fact that I literally just, I could sense, like, my my left arm, like, like get tense because I was like, uh-uh, don't move. Like, don't move the arm. Bitch. That was some crazy shit. That was the worst thing of the trip. I mean, but I, and after that happened, I really almost was just about to leave. I was like, you know what? No, because this bitch is over here putting, laying hands on people. And I, I, I'm already on edge and I don't need nobody else trying me because I don't know what the next motherfucker going to do. And it's about to be, it's about to be on and popping. It's going to be on like Donkey Kong, bitch. And everybody getting twirled. Everybody. So I, I might need to just remove myself from the fucking situation and get back to my hotel and go lay up in this motherfucking bed and woosah and, and count sheep or something cause, and pop a Xanax because, baby, that was not it. But what's wild is I went through the rest of the exhibit and the exhibit was one of the best things I've ever seen. It, I had such a good fucking time. I spent way too much money in the goddamn store. Um, I went to the Sailor Moon Cafe. I, you know, ordered the food. Like, I had a great fucking time there. That was, like, honestly, out of all the things I did in um, Japan, that was, like, up there, like, top three of my my favorite things I did. Seriously. The best. It just sucks that that bitch fucking slapped me. You know what? It's... Because I don't know what the fuck the hap- corporal punishment would be like in Tokyo, bitch, or what what will happen if you get a fucking assault charge? Because if there's anything I've learned in the United States, yeah, I've been arrested for assault, but bitch, you can't go overboard. And a bitch like me goes overboard, so it's like don't you can't get overboard on things because then you then you take it to a different level and then you rack up extra charges and stuff. So I don't know what it would be like in the fucking judicial system in uh, Tokyo, bitch. And I don't need that in my life. I really fucking don't. So thank God to my ancestors who was watching over a bitch because they know me. They know. Mm, mm, mm. And that this is actually the first time I'm talking about it. I haven't told anybody and tell anybody about this. This is I'm just now talking about it. I'm gonna tell Serena though. She's gonna gag. She's gonna be like, "Bitch, what?" I was like, "Yup." And I'm glad you didn't come, but I need you to know, girl, when you go to Japanese, if you go to that Sailor Moon Museum, 
<laughs> you know, you know, Serena's the type of girl who's gonna be like, no, I'm gonna go back to that Sailor Moon Museum and I'm gonna go look for her. <laughs> That's the type of <laughs> that is actually. <laughs> like it's not funny but that's really how serena is like serena's like no i'm a, i'm definitely not she, she would be like i'm gonna actually visit japan but i'm actually gonna go look for her <laughs> she, i can see her really doing that though so maybe i shouldn't even tell her but i mean it's not like i don't even i don't even remember what this girl looked like they all look the same no shade I know I said that last episode, but they all fucking look the same. Like, I think 97% of the population in Japan is Japanese. And ain't nobody looking like, oh, bitch, we have Filipino, have Japanese, ain't no mixed babies. They them they all Japanese. Everybody look, they all look the same. Um, So, yeah, I, I went to the Sailor Moon Museum. And by that time, by the time I was done with the Sailor Moon Cafe, it was like four o'clock. So I wasn't able to go to the the Cup of Noodle Museum because they already sold out tickets. And it was just fucking stressful trying to get to that damn museum for the Cup of Noodles. So then I went back to the back home. I went to dinner and then I did go to the club. Um, the club was cute. It was not like the Eagle in New York City. It was not like a leather bar. It was just like a regular ass gay bar, bitch. Which, thank God, that's all I really... <laughs> Excuse me. That's all I really wanted. Um, so that was cute. Um, a lot of the bartenders actually, like one of them actually lived in Washington Heights here. Yeah. And then he was like, I moved to Tokyo. I was like, that's wild. Um, I mean, I don't live in Washington Heights. I'm just saying like he lived in um, New York City. So that was kind of cool. Then Monday, I woke up. What the fuck did I do Monday? Oh, I just did like a bunch of shopping. No, I went to... Oh, bitch, I did a lot of things. I woke up hungover. I took a Top Ramen Gyoza class. That shit was bomb. Oh, that shit was bomb. That was some good food we made. That food was good. Um, That was a really good thing. And then afterwards, I went to the Sanrio... Pudo Land or Pudo Land or whatever it is. It's basically like this the Hello Kitty theme park. And that was so cute and so like adorable. I bought a bunch, I spent way too much money in the store. Then afterwards, I went on a food tour and I almost canceled this food tour because I was like, girl, the first food tour I went on, first, the first tour I went on with oh, um the sake tour, girl, them white folks was a mess. So I was like, I, I just can't. I hope I don't want to be around a bunch of white folks acting white and American and belligerent and being stupid and being disrespectful and embarrassing me. And then I'm, you know, you know, because it's like you in a group with them, everybody looking at y'all like y'all, y'all all together, all all y'all some crazy belligerent, disrespectful Americans. I Don't put me in, in the group. I'm not that. Uh-uh. So I was like, bitch, I don't know about that. And then um, I didn't really want the the fucking Osaka food tour was doo-doo. So I was like, bitch, I don't know. It's late. I was not late, but it, we were supposed to meet at 630. I almost really canceled. I was like, bitch, I'm not about to do this. Like, I just don't feel like doing it. I want to eat no doo-doo food. Like, it's just, let me just go to a nice restaurant and call it a fucking day. So thankfully it was a private tour it was not with a group of people it was just him and i and he was a white man and uh, initially i was like oh fuck what did i do uh, 
Like, no. But he lived there for like 22 years. Or like 23, 20-something odd years. But I still, but that didn't really mean, because you know, like when some people be like, oh, I'm, they like to eat or whatever. Like they consider them, themselves foodies, but they don't really be no one good food. I've I've really ran into that a lot in my life. Like people be really thinking that they really love food and don't be eating good food. It's really wild. So anyways, so I was like, you know what? Whatever. So we went and then the first place he takes me to is um the takiyaki, takiyori, the 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 octopus balls, the things I fucking hated in Osaka. And I was like, oh, fuck, not this nasty shit again. Bitch, them things was banging. They was crispy on the outside. They was fully cooked. And he put it in like a little like wafer type taco shell way of holding it. The, the sauce was good. It wasn't too much sauce on it. It was not ooey gooey. It was nice. Like I said, it was fully cooked and crunchy. It was bomb as fuck i ate all of it bitch and i was like okay i was really surprised and then we went to this gyoza spot where they just eat a bunch of i mean they make a bunch of gyoza so i guess how japan works is there's no like bitch restaurant where you can just order whatever like everything it's kind of like if you want yakitori you go there you want gyoza you go there you want udon noodle you go there you want ramen they just do one thing and they do it really well so you just kind of like, not bar hop, but you just go from place to place. So we had the gyoza. The gyoza was bomb as fuck. And what was cool is like, um, I actually had a really good time with, with him. We, um, The tour kind of lasted damn near four hours. And the conversation was good. He was really funny. And I will say it was nice to kind of have him as company. Um, and he's also he was also gay. And he also went through like a breakup. Um shout out to him if he's listening he said he's gonna listen to the podcast <laughs> um but yeah he he went through a breakup and basically i was giving him the similar like you know solomon ray podcast advice of bitch dump him fuck him you know cheat suck dick you know like just you know my amazing legendary advice <laughs> oh my god my fucking housekeeper put everything backwards I don't know how this dumb bitch does does this every fucking every fucking week she does this. She so sorry to tangent. My stove that you know like the little things the little burners on the stove or like the little the little trays on the stove. She always Mitch um, puts them on the opposite side, so that's why they don't ever fit flush on the goddamn stove. Oh, I hate when she like. I don't understand. You get, you come here and you clean it. Just put it back in the same position that the stove goes in. Like, I don't, like, I don't get how you, she does this all the time. Bless her heart. She's such a sweetheart. But I'm like, damn, she does this all the time. Anyway, so back to the, um, my time on the food tour. The food was really, really good. I was really impressed. Um, his selections were good. And basically, he was like, maybe the the reason why the Osaka thing was bad was because he was taking you to cheap places, and I could tell we weren't going to no cheap places. We was going, we was spending a little coinisha, 
because everything we ate was banging. Every fucking thing was banging. So, like, everything. Everything was really good. So I was really happy about that. Um, and so that's when I was like, you know, that was a good food tour. So I think, you know, maybe if you guys do food tours, pick the expensive ones. I always do tend to go on the more expensive side. Um, the, the ones where I've, I've noticed this now, the ones where I've, the food tours where I didn't like tended to be the cheaper ones. And it's because they're taking you to like cheaper places. And some people just don't mind that. Some people don't mind like just going on a food tour to say like, oh, I ate this shit from this country. And like, oh, I have those. I don't want to just have a bitch. I want to enjoy it. I want whatever. I want the lit version of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I want the lit version of that. Like when I I did this fabulous food tour in Rome, and that shit was bomb. It's like it wasn't a, it was an expensive food tour, but it was worth it. You know, like if I want to eat um, tempura, I don't want to just be like, oh, I'll just I'll just have whatever. I want the most lit tempura in the god. Like you, like I think if I'm going on a food tour, you're supposed to know where the most lit tempura gonna be. You've been living here for how long? You supposed to you supposed to tell me what a what a lit one at? What a lit tempura? What a lit crabs at? What a good crab at? Cause I guarantee you, if you tell me Solomon, take me around the block, like take me where the good food at, bitch. I'm gonna tell you where the good food at. It's not gonna always be cheap, but it's gonna be good. I'm gonna make sure because I've tasted it myself. You want a fucking chopped cheese, bitch? I'm gonna take you to a place where I get you a good ass chopped cheese in New York. It's greasy as fuck, bitch. It's going to clog your arteries. You're going to be breathing kind of crazy, but it's going to be bomb. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I'm not going to get you just to be like, oh, I ate a chopped cheese and you're just saying you ate a chopped cheese. No, I'm going to make sure you get the good one. The good one. You know, like, good shit. Anyways, so that food tour was lit. And I was really happy that, like, um... To just you know, that was just like a good night. And also to kind of talk to someone who um spoke English and like fully and was also gay. And we were just kind of like chit-chatted and it was a great evening. Now the next day, which is my final day in no, it was my well, which was Tuesday. I don't think I did anything. I think I just went shopping. Oh, I I did. I went and bought my mom some pearls. She don't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. I went and bought my mom some pearls, which was kind of, um, it was cool. I mean, I knew enough about pearls, but it was, it's just wild to think that like one pearl has to, comes from an oyster and they don't always form all the time. And if they do form, they have to stay in the oyster up to three years before they get to like a good size. And I think they get to like seven millimeters or something like that. And the pearls I bought my mom were like nine millimeters. So there were some big ass bitches. So I hope my mom likes her gift. My mom's notorious for like, and I'm not trying to say this about my mom because I love my mom, but she's just like my dad. I can buy him anything. And he's like sentimental, cry at the drop of a dime. Like, this is so sweet. It's so meaningful. And like, it's memory. And, you know, like he'll, he'll treasure it. Right. And so my brother. And so I, like, I'm the type of person too. like, I will keep, if you give me like a greeting card, like a handwritten card, I will probably, no, I do love that more than you buy me like some expensive, like designer handbag or some shit that I don't really care about, you know? 
that's not my mom. <laughs> but my mom's not really like a pearl girl. Like she wears them, but like they, these are really pretty. And so I hope she likes them. Um, and so I got her that. I went shopping for that. Then I went shopping for myself and got some things, got some things for my godson. Um, and other little baby things for people who were having babies. And what else? What else? What else? It's just like a bunch of shopping. Yeah. But then um, today was my last day, which is weird because it's Wednesday here in the United States, but it's actually Thursday in Japan. So basically yesterday. Anyways, it's still Wednesday to me, bitch. It's technically been 48 hours of a Wednesday. <laughs> um, well, not 48 hours. What would it be? Like 12 plus like 36 hours or something like that. Anyway, so I went to the, finally went to the Kapanuna Museum. And it was a trek. It was a long, I took the train, bitch. And I got there. It was raining. It was cats and dogs, bitch. But it was such a good, cute little museum. <sighs> Um, I got them kids was bad though. Them kids was some bad kids. I don't know what. Well, I don't know what's going on in Yokohama, 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 and what's going on in Tokyo and Kyoto. But baby, them them kids in Tokyo and Kyoto was seen and not heard. How children need to be, baby. Them badass. They had some badass kids in Yokohama, Yokohama. Yamaha, bitch. I don't know what it was called, what city I was in, but it was adjacent to bitch. Them motherfuckers was bad. They needed they ass beat. They needed somebody to walk up to them and slap they motherfucking hand. No, them kids was bad as fuck. I said, oh, these kids are loud. And I was like, I spent the whole, you know, week and a half in Tokyo where everything's so quiet. No one's yelling. You see kids, but you don't. Bitch, when I was at fucking Tokyo, I mean, um, Disneyland. I was astonished at how well-behaved these kids were and how quiet they were. Like, how the fuck y'all child quiet at Disneyland? This this is supposed, this is supposed to be where they're supposed to be screaming and, and carrying on. Them kids was behaved, baby. And it was so sweet because they would just wait in line and just have, like, the patience of Job. Just be sitting, just waiting in line, just content not fidgeting not mom mom give me like none of that like they was just be waiting in line waiting for their turn i don't know what the fuck the japanese is doing with these kids maybe clearly i saw some of them kids get slapped the taste out of their mouth that might be it but them kids is well be fucking haved it was a joy to see it was a joy to see them kids were so like and patient and like courteous like there'd be a time where like i would be taking a photo of something and instead of walking in front of my photo the child would just wait and then when i, I was like no baby you can go you can go and then he would there he or she would walk walk but they would wait for like my phone to come down to, and so i could get my photo so they didn't walk in front of it like these kids were well fucking behaved I don't, now, I don't know what's going on. Like I said, I don't know what's going on in Yokohama, Yokohama, bitch. But them kids at that Cup Noodle Museum, they was, they wasn't like bad. I will, I mean, they wasn't like United States bad. But they, it was, it was, it was a little different than the ones I saw in Tokyo. The ones in Tokyo were like very well behaved. 
these were, were acting a little more like normal kids, like running around the museum, looking at things, touching the wall, putting their hands on the wall, you know, like stuff like that. And I was like, damn. But e even that wasn't even bad. Like I was just kind of shocked of coming from these super well-behaved children to like, oh, they're these kids are running. Ooh, and they're making noise. <laughs> like it was kind of crazy. But um, but nonetheless, the the cup of noodle museum was so adorable. I made me and Serena a our own cup of noodles, but you can put your own broth in it. So you have like a choice between like tomato chili, chicken curry seafood and probably and like i think vegetable or something like that bitch clearly well i gave serena the seafood one because she loves seafood but in both of our and i put i did the tomato chili because i like spicy so but we put shrimps you could put four choices of toppings so i put the shrimps the crabs the little fish cake and then the little um little green onions in mine and hers Bitch, can you imagine if we had cup of noodle with, with crab? Can you imagine crab flavor cup of noodle? Bitch. Bitch. There's this crab spot, like a Michelin star restaurant that does specializes in crab. But they're closed during still for COVID and they don't reopen till December 23rd. And then they're closing back again January 3rd, which is wild. Um, I was like, bitch, not y'all opened for like a couple weeks. But I really want to go to it. Anyways, so yeah, so I did the cup of noodle thing. That was really, really, I loved it. I had such a fucking blast. That was great. Spent way too much money out there, too, with the, the store buying gifts and shit. But, um, but yeah, I think my takeaway was from the whole experience was there. What I love the most about Japan was it was so quiet. Like, they didn't have music playing for no damn reason. You know what I'm saying? You didn't walk into a restaurant. There was just music bumping. It would just be quiet, bitch. Even, like, the, like, you know, like, sometimes when you're in a mall or whatever, they be playing music. Or, like, even, like, today I was in the fucking airport in Atlanta. And they were playing music, like, in the, just, like, the the speakers throughout the, whatchamacallit. Even boarding my flight in Delta, they were playing music. And I was, like, kind of startled because I just was was spent a week and a half of no music no no nothing the only thing that they did play during like the train stations I, I heard were like little bird sounds like little nature sounds and stuff which was kind of weird but it was also kind of like like comforting too like kind of like calming but yeah no music mm -mm, nobody was loud and nobody, you're not allowed to be on your phone in on this on the the train. I'm gonna talk about that later, but um, everybody was quiet. Every like even like crossing the street, like in even busy intersections, nobody was like people would talk amongst each other, but they would keep it really really low and like really really short. Like I loved it, bitch. I loved. Ooh, I loved it. I love the peace and quiet. There's nothing better than to just be able to eat your food in a restaurant and it just be nice and quiet, bitch. And nobody bothering you. You don't got. And when I tell you them, I I'm not making this up. Them kids was it. I'm. It made me look real crazy at the way we raise our kids, cause them kids was well fucking behaved. I mean, you you saw the kids, but you didn't hear them. You didn't hear them kids. They didn't say shit. 
And they would be in them nice restaurants behaving the fuck down. Like, just behaving. And, like, and, and, and just having composure and being aware of their environment, having manners, and just sitting still, no, like, fidgety, like, not running around, not, you know, none of it. Which is also kind of weird because I, I just kind of was like, well, you know, kids should still be kids. Like, kids should still, like, play and do fun stuff and, like, not have to be, like, little miniature adults. But, bitch, maybe. Now, I'm not saying I was no angel because clearly I'm not. But when I was growing up, my mom took me to nice restaurants. She took me, like, we went places and did things. And my mom never spoke. I've said this a million times. My mom never spoke to me like I was a, a child. You know, she just, we would, I just was treated like an adult. And people were like, this child is like an adult. Um, clearly that backfired when I finally got older and I wanted to like rebel and do wild and crazy shit, like smoke, drink, and furk. But you know what I'm saying? Like just, <laughs> cause I didn't really get a chance to when I was a kid. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. So, um, but yeah, I really had a really good time. Would I go back to Japanese? Yes, I would. Um, I, I, I would go back to Japanese. Um, probably not anytime soon because the flight is long. It is the only thing that's a little that I will say was unnerving for me a bit was, um, something about not speaking the language. Now, you can get by. You really don't need to know. You, I mean, it's so easy to do things and get by and stuff. There's no need to really know the language. But there is a comfort in knowing some of it. <laughs> you know, like, I'm fluent in Spanish, clearly. But I'm, I've been to play, like, I'm, even if I'm in France, I know, I know, but I know enough French to get by. I know enough Italian to get by. I know a little bit of German to get by. I know a little bit of Portuguese to get by. What else? I think them's the only languages. But Japanese, bitch, I don't know a leg, bitch. I just know konnichiwa and arigato. And that's it, bitch. And sayonara, which I don't even know. I feel like that may not mean what I think it means. That's all I know. I just know konnichiwa. And bitch, I all the, literally the only Japanese words I said all the time I was there was arigato. And that was it. Thank you. That's it. But I wish I would have known a little bit more. Um, I would probably have a... I mean, I, I had a great time, but it was just... There's something about knowing a little bit of the language. And plus, it also makes you feel better when you know a little bit because they don't know perfect English either. So it's like... It's always like a nice mutual back and forth to kind of understanding each other where it's like, okay, well, you know, a couple things in English. I know a couple things in your native language. We'll figure it out. But when the burden's only on them, it's kind of like, it's an, it's a little embarrassing, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild. Like, I, I the United States is really the one country where, like, we don't know anybody else's language. We just know English. You know, like, everywhere else, they know multiple languages to kind of get by through life and, and getting through things. We don't. And so it's all, like, I, I know enough to kind of, I know a few languages to kind of get through things. 
But Japanese is the one I just did it. And it dawned on me there. I was like, damn, bitch, I don't know shit about Japanese. I don't know nothing. You know? Like, when I was in Italy, I mean, I didn't, like, had to brush up on my Italian. But I knew enough to kind of, you know, I was like, oh, fuck. You know, like, when you just know you things that are in the back of your head. Like, oh, fuck, I forgot I can say this. So this is how you can say this. So this is whatever. Bitch, I didn't have, I've, ne- I've literally never even learned a lick of Japanese. So that was just the only thing um, I wish I could change. But aside from that, bitch, I had a blast and um, moving right along. So I'm not going to talk about the um, Colorado thing right now. Um, Maybe I'll talk about it next week. I don't know. Um, just because the podcast is already running pretty long, but I am going to do listener letters. If you have a question and you want some bad advice or just, I don't even really want to keep calling it bad advice. I think I give pretty good solid advice. You know, like I kind of went through this whole thing. Like I give bad advice. I give bad advice. I think I give pretty solid advice. I really do. Um, anyway, so if you want to write into the show, send it into ask at the Solomon Ray podcast.com and it might be on the show. This week we have a letter and literally in all caps, Solomon Y. <laughs> These titles, y'all get me. Hey Solomon. First things first, you're the realest. Yes, first things first, you're the realest. Second thing, I have never seen one inch of Game of Thrones, but because it's you, I am loving and living for this dragon house nonsense. Keep it up. Also, let's get on with the live show. City Winery, New York City 2023, say April. I think that's fair. Invite some guests, play some gay, play some games, put out a little VIP and let's get it popping. All right. So boom, side note, that does sound like a really great idea. Maybe of kind of like having like a wine and game night, you know, I think that might be cute. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's a, that's a good idea. I'll, 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 I'll definitely, definitely really consider that. Okay. So boom. So I'll admit it, I am very much in a place of goofy with this story I'm about to tell you. But you always keep it 100, so I'm going to keep it 100 too. Flashback, October 2021. There I am at the bar with a dude living my best life, barbecue sauce on my titties. And And then I get a message from a white man. Let's call him Todd. He had hit me up asking to perform the Seven Wonders, sent face pics and the address and i said maybe tomorrow i just performed them two times i've got dust so the next morning he hits me up i go think damn not the morning but honestly that might be the best time to perform the seven wonders yeah anyways so the next morning he hits me up i go think i'm gonna die because i was only privy to the required required preparations one must go through before they are ready after he didn't murder me and the seven wonders had been performed a year-long journey began this is such a great like this is such a great side note this is such a great way to open up a novel like this is such a great sentence so the next morning he wait so um think i'm gonna die because i was not privy to the required preparations one must go through before they are ready after he didn't murder me and the seven wonders had been performed a year-long journey began that that sounds kind of pretty Anyways, so a year-long journey 
began. We would, from there, hit each other up equally for encore presentations, and it was good. However, comma, this white man got me good. I am obsessed with him, and he couldn't care less. And he couldn't care less. I've made it clear to him two separate times. I want more. I want to date. And he's only into the hookups. We've had a few bumps in the road, race-related, and maybe... That's my fault for trying to get deep with the fuck buddy. He stopped talking to me earlier this year after said race-related incident. And then we, then me having to have the last word. (laughs) Same. And me having to have the last word kept hitting him up periodically until he finally responded. And since late July, we've been performing the Seven Wonders since then. Recently, one time he said he'd send me an Uber because he had canceled on me for a session. And when and when time came for him to do that, I could tell he had forgotten. Todd is a grown-ass white man, just turned 40, Scorpio, dad to two Huskies, actually dubbed me for a night out at Equinox. They threw us a party to celebrate the dog's birthday. And anytime I invite him out, he never shows. It's like I only exist in his bedroom. But maybe I missed a page in the Fuck Buddy rule book. Owns his own townhouse, drives his own car, and is a dermatologist. Sorry this is long. I know you don't like to read. But if, but even though I've realized I like the idea of him and what my idea of him could be, why can I not let this go for a real for real, for good. And why, after a year, do you think he doesn't want a relationship? He said his last ex was crazy. Sure, girl. And he does. He says his last ex was crazy. Sure, girl. And he's done with that. P.S. Mutual friends told me his knowledge. To- oh, wait. P.S. Mutual friends told me, to his knowledge, Todd only dates black and brown guys is in and is a big old bottom no lies there no lies there six foot lean and muscular i guess what i'm saying is solomon in all caps solomon help solomon help quick please give it to me straight girl please pps if given the chance would you (laughs) if given the chance If given the chance, would you let the dragons roast and toast Billy? You seem to be upset with her lately. <laughs> love you. And, and I love the face wash. Happy holidays. Um, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go get a glass of wine, child. Hold on. <laughs> okay, sorry. I had to give me a little glass of wine. Mm. refreshing um okay so where do i start where do i start first of all these white men are dangerous like i know i literally said i'm gonna start dating white man but sometimes i just i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know First off, congratulations on performing the Seven Wonders. Um, you know what I you know what I've learned is sometimes when you're there only to perform the Seven Wonders, it is very easy for us to 
well, for the girls especially, like, I'm talking about women and gays, like, they be getting attached and they be like thinking like, oh, this is like a perfect thing. Like I want to take it more. And don't get me wrong. Some of the girls hook up with people and they begin into relationships and there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I'm kind of re I'm kind of reassessing this notion that we're kind of now I'm not talking about straight people. I'm talking about like the gays in where there's, this notion about, you know, you're not supposed to have sex if you really are are serious about someone. I don't know if that's to be true anymore. I don't think that that's, I think you could definitely hook up with someone and then like, and then go the opposite, like the, the opposite way and like, and then go on a date and then see if like you click, you know what I'm saying? Because literally... I could see myself doing that before I see myself going on a date and then having sex with them. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds really backwards, but like it's it's starting to make sense for me now. Um, what I will say is if first off, this is my biggest fear of getting near white people in this sense, because I just I don't want to have to have like those race related questions you know what I'm saying it was bad enough honestly that recently I was talking to this um Puerto Rican guy and it really kind of solidified that like we're not meant together because he said something to the tune of like um you know black people he was like, black people and Jews have in common because, you know, they just want, um, what did he say? They, they want handouts or something like that? Or, like, they just want things handed to, or something like that. And, bitch, I flipped. I flipped a fucking lid. Like, I was like, bitch, this is, like, what? And then, I mean, I clearly tore it to fucking shreds and basically talked about, like, people who are actually on. I think I talked about this on the goddamn podcast people who are actually benefiting from public assistance is mostly white people. You know what I'm saying? People who actually benefit from affirmative action is white women. So it's like, girl, shut up. Just tell me you hate black people and go. You know what I'm saying? I get, I'd rather that. Like, you know, I just need my racist people to just be as racist as possible and blatantly racist. And, and I can handle it. Just be racist and go. Just say what you gotta say and go. Just, that's it. Just say you don't like black people and go. I would... I would prefer that. And I mean, I'm also in a sticky situation because most people don't know I'm black. Um, and so then they gag when all of a sudden it just fucking Linda Blair comes out of me and my head starts spinning and I start foaming at the mouth and I lose my fucking shit. <laughs> but but the fact I know who you are. So the fact that you are a whole entire black man and the fact that like this white man I'm sure says some out of pocket shit. Like I, I'm, I'm not even going to even play devil's advocate. I'm not going to be like, oh, maybe, well, maybe girl, you need to let us know what he said. Maybe he didn't mean it. No, I'm good and goddamn for sure. Especially, I think, because I know where you live. Especially them white men. I'm sure that they they be saying some out of pocket shit. And he's forty years old. It was some out of pocket shit that probably should have got him fucking slapped. But. Girl, you got to leave them white men alone. Them white men is dangerous. 
No. Um, I do believe that there is teachable moments. Um, I myself is not, I'm not a teacher. I don't want to teach nobody shit no more. I don't want to, I don't get paid to teach. You know what I'm saying? I'm running two businesses on my own. Now recording two fucking podcasts, still working in entertainment and music. You know what I'm saying? I still got a social life, a family life. I I don't have the I don't have an extra and I'm working now on my third business. I don't and my cookbook. I don't have the time permitted to me to actually be a teacher. I don't have a chalkboard. I don't have a dry erase, bitch. I don't have an abacus. I don't got like rulers. I don't got a little pointer. I don't got a projection screen, bitch. I don't got that thing that you will, will out that big-ass television on, you know? And I, I can't even play a fucking document. I, I just don't have it in me. I don't. And there's too many resources on this goddamn fucking forsaken internet that can lead the girls into right ways and to lead them to the path of righteousness and salvation. I'm not it. I'm not, it's not for me. I don't, that's not my ministry anymore. I gave those things. I used to be that girl who could sit down and, and educate the girls and, and, and walk you through it and tell you why it's wrong. And, and all this other, I saw this post today talking about some, um, I forgot what it said, but it was from vice talking about things to say to your white family about their white privilege. And it's like all the shit, like, you should already know by now, but it's like, bitch, I'm not, I'm not doing all that. And nobody, I mean, I don't have a white family, but I'm not doing all that. I'm not educating the girls. I just don't have it in me anymore. I used to really be able to walk you through, baby. I used to take your hand and walk you and, and coddle you and, 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 and explain and give examples Bitch, I would write a fucking high cool bitch if that would help you understand it, bitch. I, I ain't doing it no more. It's not for me. It's not good. Not healthy. So if it's for you, great. That's great. I'm not shaming nobody who wants to do that. That it's just not within my ministry anymore. Um, and I'm not. And my tolerance for the bullshit is. It's there is there is no tolerance. I don't have a tolerance. The tolerance is intolerable. <laughs> I don't have it. So. If you're able to talk to this man and y'all was able to get over it, cool. That would have that would be the fucking thorn in my motherfucking asshole if that I don't think I would ever be able to get over. You know what I'm saying? Because if that's I always look at it as like if you're able to comfortably say some wild racist shit to a whole entire black man and then get called out on it. And then, like, stop communicating because of it. It means, first off, what you said was wrong. And also, it leads me to believe that there's some other sentiments. There's some other shit that that is still there. You know what I'm saying? Because when people is wrong, there's, like, they will, let me think. Like, if somebody says something or does something wrong... Most people, especially somebody like me, like, I want to fix it quickly. I want to apologize quickly. I'm going to be like, bitch, that was my bad. Like, you know, if, if, I, if I really feel some type of way about it, I'm not going to let it rock unless we can figure out, oh, like, and you know, like, bitch, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm a Capricorn. That's what we do. But, bitch, if I said some shit and I didn't give a fuck, I'm like, girl, boo, I ain't going to say nothing else. It's going to be what it is. 
You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have nothing, you don't have no remorse, you ain't got no follow up, you ain't got nothing, you're able to just cut communication off that quickly. It means you don't give a fuck. And it also means that like you probably have some other sentiments, some racist sentiments. And I would say leave him alone. Um, Yeah, I would say leave him alone for that reason. But then also because maybe he just really wants you to perform the seven wonders and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but want, but if you, but he's making it very clear that he does not want a relationship. He does not want you out and about. He does not want to be seen out in public with you. He does not want to, I don't know what the gays do when they're in relationships, but whatever it is, they, he don't want it. He just really wants to see you in the bedroom and he only wants to see you, um, and, and for y'all to perform the seven wonders. So if you're okay with performing the seven wonders and you know, you understand the limits to that, <clears throat> I say fine. But if you want more, I would say get out because all you're going to do is really hurt yourself. It's going to eventually like eat away at you. It's not a good feeling to be in these bitch. I've been there before. You know what I'm saying? So I know what it's like. And it's eventually, it's just going to eat you up. So it's like, girl, just cut your losses and kick it up. You know, it's just, there's, baby, gays are a dime a dozen, child. They are a dime a dozen, bitch. Dick is so readily available. It's everywhere. Like, I can't even walk out the house without running into some damn dick. It's everywhere. It's too much sometimes. Sometimes it's like, it's too much dick. It's too much. It's like, I don't even want it no more. Oh, go away with the dick. No more, please. <laughs> no more, not good, not healthy. You know? So I would do that. Um, and to follow up, would I let one of the dragons roast and toast Billy? We shall see. She's been really nice and I'm back. Wish. Oh, hey, girl. They're so happy that I'm back. It's so sweet. And I love the fact that they are like sisters. They're literally laid up. They were playing with each other. I was watching on the cameras while I was in um, Japanese. And I was looking at the cameras. And they were just like playing with each other. Rough housing too. And it's just so cute that they're like little cute little sisters. But no, I don't think I would roast until it's belly. But she, listen. She did something recently that gagged me a little bit. Um, no, but see, the only thing that about Billy is she is someone who she will, she's like me. She'll test the limits. She'll see how far she can get. But, but, but I will say she can't get too far. I'm pretty, I, I got her on a, on a, on a tight leash. No pun intended. I really do got her on a tight leash. So when I say she's testing her limits, it's like, she's like, getting too close to a table or like you know areas that she ain't supposed to be in but for a cat they are really really well-behaved cats like really well-behaved cats they like some japanese cats they like the japanese children's um but yes um give us an update please please write in because i want to know what, what goes on with this white man and i wouldn't mind knowing what he fucking said too i know it's going to make me angry but if you do give us an update, let us know. All right, take care and moving right along. Uh, 
All right, so this week, what I got beef with? I got beef with New York City, and I more specifically, I got beef with the MTA. And I'm just going to keep it real simple and keep it real funky. I used the fucking public transportation in Japanese the whole time I was there. And that is hard for me to say because y'all know I am not someone who enjoys walking. I don't enjoy strenuous activities. I don't like using my legs. The only time, and thank God, Wendy, thank God, I go to the gym five to six days out of the week. Because otherwise, the way I do not walk and do not use my legs I would have, I, I feel like I would have muscle, muscle atrophy and I would not be able to stand. Like, I'm not trying to be joking. I really do not enjoy, I do not enjoy walking. If you, if you've ever been around me, if you're my friends or anyone, I'm the first bitch. The minute we walk into a space, I'm looking for the, the closest thing to sit on. Any Anything. I need to sit. I don't even want to stand. So I definitely don't like public transportation and I just, just, it's not for me. I don't like being in, around people. I like I don't know if I'm a people person. Contrary to like my public persona, I do like people. Don't get me wrong. I think I just don't like smelly people and I don't like loud people. I don't like misbehaving people, obnoxious, disruptive, just that, you know? I don't mind people. I'm also, but I'm also not someone who enjoys small talk. I don't enjoy small talk. I don't like, yeah, I may not be a people person. Anyways, so um, I took the transportation and the first day I got there, I went to go get an Uber. I mean, I took an Uber to back to get to my hotel from the airport to the hotel. But then I was like, oh, I'm gonna do I, I just thought like I was going to Uber everywhere. That's what I do every, all the time. I do it here in New York City. I do it wherever country I'm in, I just Uber everywhere. I do not like walking. People who know me know I do not like walking. And my friends trick and lie to me all the time and be like, oh, we're going to walk. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get an Uber. And they're like, no, 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 it's it's, it's like three, three blocks. And I'm like, uh, don't lie to me. Is it three actual blocks or 13? Tell me. No, it's only three. And it ends up being six. They be lying to me because they know, like, I don't, I'm not someone who enjoys fucking walking. I don't do it. I just don't like it. It does not feel good. It's not good, not healthy. So I just thought, like, oh, in Japanese, I'm just going to just be taking Ubers back, you know, back to back to back to back to back. And um, so, and then I was like, well, you know, let me just charge it to the game. Let me change my credit card for this because I'm going to just earn my, my miles and my points and 3% back for um, transportation. So I was like, it's going to be lit, right? So, but they're hella expensive in Japan and not convenient. Like, for instance, I wanted to go one place and it was a 14 minute public transportation commute. And I want to say 160 yen, which is, hold on, I wish I, I, I should know this, yen to USD. I should know this, bitch. 160 yen is a dollar 15. Damn, that's crazy. A dollar and 15 cents. Okay. Well, 
in order for me to take the Uber, which I mean, even though it was a 14 minute transit ride and only a dollar fifteen, I still wasn't going to do it. Cause I'm serious, y'all. I do not like walking. So even despite that, I was like, I'm just gonna Uber. Bitch, the Uber said it was going to be an hour or like, no, it was like an hour and 15 minutes. I said, this don't sound right. This don't even make, let me check the address. Yeah, an hour and 15 minutes. So it was going to be 14 minutes. And then it was an hour and 15 minutes and 13,000 yen. So how many yen? Hold on. 13,000 is $93.66. So I had two choices. Get on the goddamn train and get on that bitch for 14 minutes for $1.15 or take the Uber that's going to take an hour and 15 minutes and spend $93. Now, I'm not saying I'm big balling. I'm not. But I always typically choose the Uber option. Because here in the United States, I mean, here in New York at least, let's say I'm trying to go to the gym. It's $2.75 for me to take um, the train to the gym. It's eight minutes. Eight minutes, $2.75, I take the train. Or I can spend $18 on Uber and it takes 20 minutes for me to get to the gym. It's a little bit longer for me to get to the gym. It's a little bit expensive. But the differentiation isn't that crazy and too extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, being on the train with crazies and it smells like piss and there's homeless people and it's wild and it's crazy. $2.75, eight minutes. Nah. Uh, or $18 be and, and, you know, be alone and get there in 20 minutes. I always pick the Uber option because it's not that major of a difference. You know what I'm saying? But, bitch, $1.15 versus $93. 14 minutes versus an, an hour and 15 minutes. Now, that's a differentiate. Like, I, that's crazy. So, I told myself, I said, all right, self. Get your big girl panties on. You're going to take this goddamn train. Just do it. You know, maybe this is just how, maybe they they surging. Maybe the Uber surging right now. Maybe there's traffic. Maybe there's an event. Some shit's going on. Maybe that, if this is just abnormal. We'll take the train this time and then just do the Ubers later on. Bitch, I got on that damn train. Clean. Quiet. No homeless. No crazies. Silent. Efficient on time on time now the mta d- bitch the fucking mta MT- the the new york transit people the new york train bitch it it ain't never on it show up when it want to show up it leave when it want to leave it it's stuck underground when it want to be stuck underground it show up where it, it skip a train station when it want to skip a train station it's express when it want to be expressed it's local sometimes they work on the weekends sometimes they don't work on the weekends sometimes this bitch it's sometimes it sometimes the goddamn train ain't even on the right track some i was on the goddamn and if you're not from New York, you wouldn't understand. But like a bitch, I was on the fucking two two train one day, and it was like, bitch, now we're gonna be now it went on the um the um the A track. I said, now how the fuck did you get all the way west to the like? I didn't even know you could even get that far west. How did it end up on that track? How the fuck did that even happen, bitch? It's it is 
it is hell on earth. Baby, that Japanese, I don't even know what they call it, but they have the so it looked hella confusing. The front desk guy, he's like, well, we have three different things. We have a rail. We had an underground. We had a subway. We got whatever, whatever. So he's sending me the maps. I said, this should look actually very confusing, bitch. I don't know if I can do this. And, but, I, but it was so easy. I just pop, put the address in Google Maps. And Google Maps was like, boop, this is the time to go. This is the, um, the platform to be. It will be here at 913. And guess what was there at 9.13, that damn train? And it would tell you, like, what door to go to or, like, what exit to go to or, like, be on this side of the train if you need to um, exit to, like... It was just so fucking efficient and, like, I can't even describe to you how efficient and just well thought out it was. Like, for instance, you know, if you looked on, like, the the little video monitor inside the, the train, the, the car that you're in, the car that you're in, it would say, like, all right, if you need to transfer, just to make something real simple, let's say you need to transfer to a green line or whatever. I'm just saying that. It's going to be on this side of the station. So because it's on this side of the station, you should, when you get off this train, this car, make a left. Like, it would even have shit like that to just make things so easy, so smooth. Bitch, I took that train everywhere. I barely took... I mean, I took maybe, like, three or four Ubers the whole time I was there. Um, which is very, very not like me. Because, you know, I'm not a girl who likes to walk. And there was a point where I was tired of, like, bitch, I really don't want to even get on the train. But it was the only fastest way and le less expensive option. Um, and then, I mean, I took it everywhere. I took it to Kyoto. I took it to Osaka. I mean, I was, it wasn't just like inner city shit. Like, I, bitch, it, it would take you everywhere you need to go. And it was just so fucking efficient. And so, like, my beef is just like, how are we the, the richest country in the world? And New York City is the, the, the most, the best city in the world, allegedly. And it's like, we can't even do something as simple as public transportation it fuck up all the time every weekend there's always something different something's always take every weekend's a different shit why 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 when you go on twitter and you type in mta it's nothing but a bunch of complaints it's never nobody happy with it it's just such a very piss poor excuse a and it's like, oh, the excuse is like, well, it's old and they're literally using like um, lights underneath to kind of there are no like ways of conducting. They're literally looking at lights underground. And it's like and then another thing is the Japanese trains, you, even though you're underground, the, the, your phone work, bitch, your phone still work. You, you know, you still got good service, good ass service. And nobody's on the phone. You're not allowed to talk on the phone. You're not allowed to be on be on the phone. You can't really talk on the train either. You gotta, if anything, keep it very, very low. And you can't eat, you can't drink, can't do shit on there. I love that. Just peaceful. Ain't nobody bothering you. It's just, it's just like if they could do that here. Like, somebody need to go over to Japanese and, and be like, bitch, can y'all 
teach us the ways. How did y'all do this and perfect it? Which honestly, it's not that like innovative, like not to be shady, but it's really not like to have something that just works and is on time and like sign and like signs that work and point you to the right direction. And and mind you, mind you, bitch, I don't speak and read Japanese. So for me to just easily get from place to place, I never went on the wrong train. I never got caught the wrong side. I never did nothing. It was, I took the right trains at the right time. I did everything perfect. So for me to like not even speak Japanese and was able to just do all this by myself, it's really a testament of just the way how well thought out this was which is the whole fucking city is well thought out everything is very well thought out like it makes sense i'm like oh my god this is cool they even have restrooms at every every fucking train station there is restrooms public restrooms which i wouldn't even be caught dead in if they had them in in new york i wouldn't not if i wanted to catch like fucking a staph infection but it ain't like that. There's bitches on uh, in there cleaning, mopping, sweeping, sanitizing. I mean, I just... We really live in the pits of hell. We really live in the pits of hell. And I'm really kind of... And I don't want to say this now. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a longer rant. But... New York City, I don't think, is that great of a mega city. You know, it's hailed as, like, one of the greatest cities in the world, and especially as a mega city, and I just... I don't think so. I think maybe a few decades ago, of course, yeah, totally. New York, hands down. But now, I can't see it being like that girl no more. I think eventually it's not going to be, no one's going to think of it as, as like that. Like, I feel like no one's going to think like, oh, New York is really that girl. I think in a few in a few decades, it's really going to be like, girl, this shit is late. Everything's late. Everything's expensive. Nobody wants to live here. Like, everything you, everything you want to do, you can do literally everywhere else. You know, the only thing I think that's stopping it from being that is really... Broadway, you can't, Broadway is really like nothing else. Even when it comes to like West End, um, no, it's still like Broadway is still top tier. But virtually everything else, even the museums ain't even really museum in no more. Like it's, the and some of the restaurants ain't even restaurant in no more. It's not really giving no give. It's kind of really, you know, it, it needs to, like, get with the times. And especially with, like, technology and, like, the way people consume media and, like, commerce, how quickly things can be shipped and moved around the globe. Like, the, 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 the idea that you can go to New York City and this is the only place you can do something at is really not the case anymore. Well, it... It, I don't think it will be the. I think it would die out eventually because it's no longer going to be like you have to be in New York to do this exact thing. And I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be the case in a couple years. Well, at least I would say like 10 years, especially 20 years. But yeah, that's my beef. Um, and 
yeah, I just hope that things change, but it's not. So whatever, moving right along. Um, what is my final thought? All right, so final thoughts. I just want to say, um, in like I've said this a million and one times, and people always ask me, why do you travel by yourself? Like, are you afraid? Are you afraid? Are you afraid? Like, what? You know, that's just me. That is me. It's not. It may not be for everyone, but I will say. Being alone sometimes and being by yourself gives you this clarity that's, like, unlike no other. Like, you just really get a moment to kind of get to know yourself and really, I don't know how to put it, but, like, you really get to know um, where things that you're strong at, things that you're weak at. There's moments where, you know, like, bitch, when that bitch fucking slapped my fucking hand, I learned a lot. I was like, bitch, you growing, bitch. You growing. But, you know, it's it's nice to kind of just be alone, for, for me at least. But I would say, if you can, I'm not saying, bitch, travel alone. But if you can, try spend, like, some time, if you're not already, spend some time alone. You know what I'm saying? I know some of y'all got your man. I know some of y'all got your kids and stuff, but take a day, take like a moment, like maybe not this weekend because it's, you know, Thanksgiving weekend and shit, but, you know, sometime before the year is over, take yourself to lunch or or do something, spend a couple hours with yourself, you know, not with your girlfriends, not with your boyfriends, not with, you know, your girlfriends and, and your babies, spend some time with yourself. And kind of take yourself on a few dates, you know, because it's I say this a lot like and sometimes you got to like ball out on yourself like you got to do for yourself like you got to date yourself, wine and dine yourself. Because it's but it's also kind of like a double edged sword because then it's like you be really like balling out on yourself and all of a sudden it's like, well, damn, nigga, what you gonna do for me? Uh, you know what I'm saying? So you be dating and be like, bitch, I want your broke ass. With your broke ass. I need to really do sound bites so you guys really get my sound bites if you don't already. Um, also, side note, some of the girls were like, "What? Do, why do you keep saying, she was like, why, why is everybody saying Japanese, Japanese? So there was like this New York goes to Hollywood and she becomes like a geisha. And she, the whole time she's saying Japanese, Japanese. It's just the funniest way she says it. So ever since then, it's like, I'm going to go to Japanese, Japanese. Is, is, are you from Japanese? <laughs> and it was like, New York is Japan. <laughs> like, why are you saying this? Um, but yeah, shout out to New York, Tiffany Pollard. Anyways, again, the Thanksgiving sale, holiday sale, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and a Hanukkah, and New Year's sale from now until it gets sold out. Um, get a free eye cream, eye brightening cream with any purchase of $40 or more. Add all items to your cart to activate the discount at SawRayBeauty.com. Um, and yeah, I'm supposed to really record another episode of rewatched and revisited but i'm really tired right now i 
And then I have to wake up in, let's see, like seven hours. My sister's going to be here for Thanksgiving. So anyways, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I know the girls don't want to call it Thanksgiving no more because, you know, problematic and colonizations and, you know, all that shit. But bitch, I don't give a fuck, bitch. It's happy Thanksgiving. Um, That's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I really hate it sometimes. I really hate, just, I really hate some of y'all, really, for real. I don't even know what it's called. I think it's actually called Native American Heritage Day. But I like Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's really nothing to the Native American girls, but I really like Thanksgiving because it really is, to me, a time to reflect on things that you're grateful for. And if there's anything I've been preaching about as much as I possibly can on this goddamn Forsaken podcast is you have to really be thankful for things, even the little bitty things, because the universe will literally not give you more until you are thankful for the things that you fucking have right now. And it's just, it's one of my favorite holidays. One, because I get to spend it with family. Two, a bitch get to eat. And three, it's just like, I really do like to reflect on things that I'm thankful for. I mean, I do it every day before I w get up out of bed. But it's just always a nice thing to do. Just being thankful for so much. Because you, you think about it, we, we are, there is so much to really be thankful for. So much, even in the midst of, like, madness and insanity and, like, all the bullshit that's going on right now, there's still so much to be thankful for. And I do believe, and I'm a firm believer that if you focus on things like that, it has the ability to change your day and your trajectory and your outcome. You know? I mean, I'm not saying live in fucking la-la land and, you know, live out of fucking reality, but... When you focus on negative all day long, it's one thing. But, like, sometimes just pick up on some of the things that you're thankful for. So, bitch, I like Thanksgiving. And I like calling it Thanksgiving. Okay, bitch. Gobble, gobble, ho. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.